Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about our predictions for EA Play Live as well as other micro news topics. If you want to get to those segments, there'll be timestamps in the description below if you did miss the live stream. We usually stream for about four hours, so Monday through Friday... If you hit sub and the bell button, you can be here for the back and forth, the discussion. And if you're a paying member, live Q&A where the questions show up on screen. And you can do that any day of the week. We also do gameplay in the afternoons, but today is going to be a little bit different with EA Play Live. Also, if you're interested, the, some of the topics today, I am uh, I'm very excited about at least one of them. Some of the other ones are a little like concerning maybe if you have one of the video cards that's having trouble and then some stuff going on with call of duty which continues to point to that game getting bigger and bigger so first and foremost ghost of tsushima the dlc the director's cut the icky shima islands trailer the icky island trailer we're gonna be taking a look at that and sort of giving my own reaction my own thoughts as we anticipate that finally coming out we will circle back to that game and play it probably next week tomorrow being friday that'll be from friday more dark souls 3 and today we probably will not have time for gameplay with ea play in the afternoon call of duty uh one of the one of the studios has hired over a hundred new employees continuing to point to these 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 companies and these studios behind call of duty expanding and focusing their efforts on the franchise what does this mean going forward given how many games are coming out in that vein and what are the plans for call of duty next beyond just warzone and updates to that then the rumors about new world the new world mmo game we've been playing the rumors about this bricking gpu specifically the 3090 apparently these rumors are true it doesn't necessarily seem to be only happening with new world and so it's a it's a bit of a, a misleading thing to say that oh new world is bricking gpus it is but it also at the same time isn't there are other games that are causing this problems apparently there is an inherent flaw with the video cards why this is happening we're going to talk about that and ways you can keep it from happening if you're actually risking booting up new world which we did yesterday if you missed it uh yesterday was another really fun day we kicked off the day over there you can see new world is it worth your time i gave my first impressions in that video uh you can watch them there with a timestamp, or you can head over to the shorts channel i outlined different things about the graphics the combat just how accessible the game is what's the content loop feel like uh, and and really, I think there might be something special here. I do think they need to streamline some things in the early game. If you happen to grab some of those early game bounties, it's a little confusing to be told to go kill goats or go catch fish that are incredibly elusive and for such a small reward. So you might want to avoid some of those little teeny bounties in the town if you're just trying 
to progress. I had a good time yesterday. I think that's a testimony to the fact that the game does have something about it that can be really enjoyable, and it it has a lot of potential. The fact that I played in the afternoon for three hours and was just fishing and hunting and looking for things, and the fact that I enjoyed myself, I I think is is a good, you know, a testament to the game having quality and things being there worth doing. But I will say near the end, once I started getting into the combat again, that is probably one of the weaker areas of the game, which could lead to people getting a little frustrated, especially if you get into more challenging content or if you just are are on a day where you're questing with lots of fights. I think the combat is still very clunky. I know it's improved. I, I think they need to take the next month before the game launches and really focus on combat fluidity. I don't necessarily need to be able to animation cancel. They've apparently addressed that. It would have repercussions, more than likely repercussions in the end game. You could maybe abuse animation cancel, being able to roll away or dodge anytime. But that could also affect PvP. PvP is a significant element of New World that I really think they're hoping to pull people in with. They're doing a lot of things with streamers and YouTubers, big events, big attacks, really showcasing those clips. I, for one, am not really interested in that aspect of the game, and I know lots of other people probably feel similar. You just kind of want to quest and grind and and get your character leveled up. And I do think the combat needs to be examined without upsetting one of the centerpieces, the PvP, or trivializing endgame, because that could be a potential problem. Even if you can't animation cancel, again, my biggest point of advice to you as the player if you're trying it out and to them is anticipate a lack of fluidity if you're a player and they need to find ways to smooth that out so I don't feel so clunky and so face tanky. I feel like I'm just constantly having to just take the hits because it's it doesn't really flow the way you want it. Now some people will say well that's more traditional MMO. There's more of that stand and sort of you do something, they do something and you got to lean on buffs and healing and all of this other things. It has that action game feel, and I think that's going to be a bit of a problem landing in a hybrid uh, action feel. You know, it's got that action-adventure feel, but it's also an MMO. How do they translate that, and how do they make it feel good? Last night, the short video did very, very well. Thanks, everybody who watched it. Press like and left a comment. The rumors are true. I said, listen, this is happening with these video cards. You know, be mindful of this. They're, they're saying cap your frames. 3090s are burning themselves out which they're not even supposed to be able to do that so that's not necessarily the fault of even the games that are causing this the the, the card should be shutting down before it happens and that's not happening so I really be giant bummer uh, to anybody that this happened to these cards are really hard to get your hands on uh, and that 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 is not what you want to see especially an expensive piece of equipment Uh, Obviously, on the docket for today, there's today's stream, the first stream, EA Play live stream predictions. We'll comb through some of the things they talked about that they won't be covering. A lot of people are looking for different games and different announcements, and they have been very clear about what will not be on the table, and then we'll make some predictions about, obviously, Battlefield and Apex are going to be center stage. What does that mean, and what do you think we're going to get to take a peek at 
Battlefield continues to trickle out information. They did a big Q&A about a week ago about cross-play and clarifying some of those things, and so I'm sure uh, they'll be talking about maybe some of that today, or at least teasing about the game. So you can see a second stream here, EA Play Live uh, scheduled. If you ever scroll down here and see two live streams scheduled, you can set the reminder, but also just check the time. This one says 8.30, this one says 12.30. Usually there's one stream here in present scheduled, and then one stream down here in gameplay scheduled, so it's really clear what's happening and when. But given today we're doing two things under the SNTR Presents moniker. And if you scroll down far enough, there's a playlist for the Shorts channel. Now, this is a channel you should definitely be checking out if you're looking for short uploads. Uh, We continue to climb on the sub count there, getting closer and closer to 5K subs. My first uh, impressions of New World hit yesterday. Also, some of our other short stories here. Netflix, is it targeting Game Pass with Sony? Uh, that just went up an hour ago. And then Skull and Bones, Anthem Level Problems. Is it, an, is it the next Anthem? If you missed those segments yesterday, the Shorts channel is a great place to catch those. And we're trying something new with gaming, and we're happy with the results so far. We're premiering short recordings. We did it with New World, and obviously that video crushed because everyone was looking for New World. And then we tried it with Death's Door Part 1. Uh, we're going to premiere today more uh, more gameplay of a game, or, or I'm sorry, more gameplay. We haven't played this yet. Chris Tales gameplay part one it's pretty funny because that's not really a game that i would ordinarily play and so i just kind of have fun joking around and goofing around we're not really sure what happened with death's door that street that video was doing great and you guys turned out with great support youtube was doing something and that thing was like undiscoverable for like a full two hours and it just killed it i think the word death gets really really snagged by youtube's filters we had similar things happen when we covered uh death stranding so uh video games should maybe start avoiding the word death or you know maybe youtube should just relax and start you know giving giving the go-ahead on uh on certain game titles so uh today full day ea play Uh, i'm sure you guys will enjoy the coverage uh and then i've you know obviously like i said i'm super excited about ghost of tsushima and taking a look at that that's right around the corner as soon as we get into august we're going to really be in a snowball rolling downhill with game launches and really getting to showcase great gameplay here and have great discussion so those are all the various places you can engage with the content and there are also various ways to support the channel uh hang out in our discord especially if you're interested in games like new world or halo infinite's on the horizon and so is battlefield our discord's a great way to connect with people and find people to play games with especially if you're trying to organize in a game like new world uh or halo infinite or battlefield you can send a tip with the tip command or you can use the super chat if you're a paying member, you can start submitting questions right now. You can get here bright and early and kind of jump in line. We have Q&A open uh, for that reason. We want to give you that opportunity uh, to get your questions submitted well uh, ahead of time. And so you can do that. The Q&A form is ready. Uh, we also need to be doing polls at the beginning of the stream. I forgot to do one yesterday, so remind me if I don't do a poll to put one in the chat to kind of get people's opinions on different things going on. Uh, We may do one about this video card 
uh, situation. <laughs> and new shirt today. I've been continuing continue to get new shirts from 80s Tees. A nice Venom Carnage shirt. Use the shirt command. It'll take you over to the Marvel collection. But you can use code LONO on any shirt on the site. All right? So... We like to highlight what collection I'm wearing, but you can also use code LONO anywhere. They've got movies, cartoons, Star Wars, video games, some great collections over there if you want to use code LONO for 30% off. We still continue to use Twitter. If you use Twitter, you can use that command or just look for SNTR Presents on Twitter. We also are continuing to update the merch. Coffee right now, if you order it, it is on back order. The freight is in route to me. Light roast should be here Monday. So just be aware if you put in a coffee order right now, the shipping will be slightly delayed. Usually you're getting a label within like 24 to 48 hours and the coffee's showing up like a day or two later. We're way faster than most places that you're going to be ordering coffee from because it's literally just us. It's me and the fam. My wife and the kiddos take care of it. Little notes. I, I signed notes for the final batch, you know, final coffee bags of the last batch. So, also the join command is there, exclamation point join or the join button. We appreciate all of the long-standing paying members. Membership starts at $5 a month and goes up in price depending on all of the features and benefits that you'd like to have. And we would love to continue to see that number go up. We do not run a lot of ads. We do not disrupt the broadcast. Monday through Friday, we're here doing our thing. And those paying memberships really helps us not have to worry about getting too much into running ads and sponsored segments and things like that. We should have some sponsor announcements soon. I was hoping to have one to announce today, but the DHL shipment has been horrendous. It got held for like three days in Cincinnati, and then it was supposed to be here yesterday. And now it's looking like it's going to be here today. So maybe a midstream announcement. I don't know. Keep your eyes and ears open for that one. Get us our first 100 likes on the video. If we already have 100 likes, shoot for 200. We've been slacking on those likes. So when you get here in the morning bright and early, that's a free way. You don't have to spend a dime to help this channel and to help me and my family out. If you're here in the morning and you're smashing like and you're chatting and taking our poll, that is massively helpful. That tells YouTube you're loving the show and the and the and the and the channel, and that's a really important thing. So to the people that are here faithful every morning, smashing that button. Thank you so much. I'll be live on the mic in just a second. Thanks for being here. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I think my mic was hot. You guys might have heard me clearing my throat and like warming my voice. <laughs> and humming I thought I muted it I I think the mic was hot did you guys hear that did you guys hear that I always forget sometimes to uh to to mute the mic so uh thank you guys for being here uh that was hilarious I don't know if it was picking it up or not um did did, was it coming through nobody said anything in chat is that what that was yeah people probably thought was this is this a weird is this a weird part in the song? What's going on? <laughs> we like the realism. What's good feed? How are you? Yeah, I try to I try to warm up my voice in the morning like I take a couple sips of water and like do some humming of like scales. It makes a big difference. It really really does cuz like all of a sudden I'm not scratchy in the morning or not as gravelly. Um we we need to get a poll going. Um 
we could pro I guess we could probably do it about EA Play Live. EA Play Live. Uh, what are you hoping to see? Let's see. We got Battlefield 2042. We got Apex Legends. What else should be on this poll? I think we can add four whole options. What other EA EA content should we be asking people about here? Um, as far as like what you might be looking forward to. If you're here in the chat right now, you can help me you pick items for this poll that we're going to run. Uh, that way you're able to, uh, to have an influence there. We got Battlefield 2042. We got Apex Legends. Um... This, we could, I guess we could put sports. Yeah, we could generically put sports because there are lots of sports stuff. What's good, Agent Atwood? How are you? Um, you hit like on accident. That's right. Yeah, thank you for already giving us our uh, 100 likes. Yeah, Madden would fall under sports. Someone put dead space. I don't think they're going to be talking about dead space today. I've not seen anything about that. That would be a little bit odd. Um... Yo, good morning, Melrose. How are you? Uh, Battlefield Apex and something new. People are putting Dead Space. Okay, we're going to add Dead Space. EA Play Live. What are you hoping to see more of? Because I don't think they're going to be announcing anything new. Battlefield 2042. Uh, Apex Legends. Uh sports ball and then <laughs> dead space we're we're li- we're literally gonna be what's happening let me type let me type it's trying to it's trying to make me make the last one d like it literally wanted the last option to be d it was like do you want to hear more about battlefield apex legends sports ball or d the letter d yeah wasn't that the rumor a few weeks ago? Well, take the poll. I don't know. I, I didn't know that was even a possibility. I, I had no idea that was even a possibility that we'd be hearing about Dead Space. Sports ball, dude. We put sports ball in there. Apex Legends? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Apex Legends doesn't have much to say at this point. You know? They don't have much to say. What are they going to say that uh, other than they might go into detail about the season in the in the seer and the seer character? I could see that. You know, give us a D so we can take the poll. Yeah, we're getting we're getting all over the place this morning with the in you with the innuendos. Apex is garbage. I don't know. It's a pretty successful game. I don't know if you can call it garbage. We're gonna see the characters kit and stuff. Yeah, people are probably the most uh, most excited about that. Um, I think you can't use. I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try something here. Uh, I got I was trying to do end cards on these uh, end screens on these videos. It didn't work. I think. Oh, I think I know why. I don't think you can add an end card from a short to an actual stream like I don't think um, I don't think you're allowed to do that so the end card and the end screen should all be set now uh, yeah to that stream that's so weird we, we use a we use a thing that lets us do that it does like bulk bulk changes for your end cards and your end screens so that way you can like 
manually pick, you know, hey, I want this. And man, it was it was not letting me it was not letting me do it. It was like pulling an error. I was like, what the frick is going on? Um, I think if you do it to a short, it doesn't want to do it. It's like, no, you can't pull from a short for an end card because the shorts are like vertical and they're weird. Yeah, now it's working. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was gonna say the short, yeah, the short last night did very, very well. Drop my drive-by like. Have a good one. All right, Vasilios, thank you so much. If you play sports ball games, you better go out and play sports ball too. They never change anything about those games. Worse than Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Did did you stub your toe this morning, Butters, or did like were you just gonna be a jerk about every topic? Uh, what could you have to say about Apex other than the new legend? Well, the new season, I would think. I mean, they're, it's season 10, so they'll probably want to show off all the fancy, all their fancy cosmetics and stuff, you know. Um, Apex can be either really fun or really crap. It doesn't have an in-between. I, I think you just described Battle Royales, at least for me. That's always been my experience. There's not a lot of in-between. There was in-between in the early days of Fortnite. Like, you could go in with your buddies and get in the top 10, and it was really fun. You'd get into some good fights, you'd have some good laughs, you know. But then, it it, it turns into that. It turns into that. It's like, every single time I boot up and play, I'm either absolutely having the greatest game of my life and winning, or it's just so annoying and I'm getting crushed. You know what I mean? Um... I'm a, I'm a party pooper in the chat until the day the Halo guy joins for some reason. Oh, okay. They update the roster. I need accurate rookies. That's right. See? They do do updates, butter. <laughs> That's why I stopped playing NHL. Plus, it became pay to win. Oh, yeah. Fortnite has UFOs now. I'm telling you. If if they just made a ma- if they just made an MMO in the Fortnite world where you could like go and quest and get abilities and 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 go and and uh, and, and build your own little house and your your own planes and cars and UFOs, oh man, they'd have an absolute smash hit on their hands. I would play the frick out of that. You know what I mean? Good morning, Hilly. I was playing New World yesterday and thinking about that. I was like. I would love a game like that where you just, you know, you just build your own homestead and go out and fight and get powers and go dungeon crawling. You know what I mean? Um, you mean to save the world? Nah, save the world's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like an actual fully fledged MMO. I have always theorized that the Fortnite Battle Royale is literally just their testing playground for a much bigger game. Right? They're going to show redacted mode today. Oh, are they in Battlefield? Oh, well, make sure and take the poll. We want to hear from you in the chat. What are you looking forward to? Uh, Battlefield is winning. Dead Space is behind it. If you want to change the poll results, be sure to vote. It's in the chat. You don't have to leave anymore. It's right there in the chat. Epic are making a metaverse. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they are, I, I firmly believe, I, I still believe this. I still believe that Fortnite is just an elaborate hoax. It's just an elaborate hoax. They're just using Fortnite for research for the real game that they want to build. I'm telling you, it's like it, they originally wanted to build like a PVE save the world game. And I think now they want to build an MMO. That's what I'm talking about. Like, can you imagine 
it wouldn't be called Fortnite Save the World. It would literally be just called Fortnite World or whatever. I don't know. Or Save the Universe instead of Save the World, right? And then you could boot up and you could be saving the universe. You could be a hero with abilities and powers and skill trees and you could dungeon crawl the way loot pops out and the way you check loot and loot has stats and color grading just like any other RPG. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Fortnite Battle Royale is a hoax. It's just a ruse. There is something else behind the curtain. It's the world's most successful research project. I'm telling you, it's a research project. Every time they put mech or plane or a car or a whatever or the slipstreams, why are they just experiment with stuff like that? I'll tell you why. They're building a giant MMO. I'm telling you, that's what it all points to in my mind. That's what it points to. They're building a giant MMO with planes, trains, and automobiles and all kind of different stuff. That's what I think. That's and I'm 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 going to hold to that theory until I'm it'll never happen, you know. The Callisto protocol is the new dead space by um the dev. Wait, so are, do you are we going to get dead space? I'll be so excited. I loved See, here's the thing. I was late to Dead Space. I played Dead Space 3 with my buddy, and we absolutely loved it. And everyone's like, oh, you that's not even the best one. And I was like, that's like when you start to like a band. Like, I started liking Rage Against the Machine with the Battle of Los Angeles. And everyone's like, God, oh, you're not a real fan. That's like their worst album. I'm like, the frick? What is that? What difference does it make? You know, I liked it. It's too early for these red pills. I know, I know. Hilly, I think we'll just do one more night of Human Fall Flat tomorrow night. I, I think that's going to be the plan. Um, we could probably get one more good session out of it before the puzzles get too elaborate. I, we might spend all night on that stupid boat one. So, The Callisto Protocol is a new game, but not with EA. So it's not called Dead Space, but it's the original devs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Got it, got it, got it. Your buddy have friends outside of chat? I feel so betrayed. <laughs> They're building a VR universe. There are talks about it, like swords are online. It'll be an MMO. Oh, they are actually doing that. With um, Epic is doing that. Your funeral? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It it, it, it might be a very different stream because it depends on. I've got relatives in town and in the house, and I I don't know. It, it, well, I'll I'll talk to you in the in a DM. Um. We will be able to fight, race, action adventure, sports ball, and shoot all on one map with completely different games. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you, you see these NFTs are becoming like a really popular thing. Can you imagine an, an, an MMO in Fortnite where you could do that? You could like build and open up a basketball court and like charge people to come and play on your basketball court to try to like win prizes and like you've designed the prizes you know, or you've 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 got these weapons you went and farmed, and you put them in there, and then every time they pay to play your game, like you get a cut, Epic gets a cut. I'm telling you, there's a lot there. There's a lot going on there. Um, I I think that they they, they could definitely do something like that. What what fresh heck is this? Gorilla and Miho are proud to announce that everyone's favorite machine hunter will join Genshin Impact roster for a limited time. Come on, why would they sully Aloy in that freaking gotcha game? That for for shame. 
Gorilla for shame. Get Aloy out of that gotcha game. What an absolute garbage decision. She is great. She's a symbol of strength and power, and now she's going to help a gotcha game make a buck. That's just annoying. That contract's got to be so dadgum healthy. There's no way Gorilla did it otherwise. There's no freaking way. That's awful. Why would you do that to Aloy? I mean, I know why they're doing it. They've got a game on the horizon, no pun intended. And, you know, they want to make sure that it's getting tons of press. Venom Carnage. I forgot to update the shirt command. I'm wearing a Venom Carnage shirt today from the Marvel Comics collection over at 80s Tees. Be sure to use the shirt command if you want to check it out. You can use my code in any of their collections, video games, movies, TV shows, Star Wars, Marvel. Use code LONO for 30% off. Uh, they waifu'd, yeah, they waifu'd the crap out of her. She's not supposed to be waifu. She's supposed to be tough and awesome. She's not supposed to be waifu. She's not, I don't know, it's annoying. A $5 tip from Life is Great. Watching you play PC games, need to get gaming PC, but I'm clueless, pre-build or build my own, etc. Wonder how people are in the same boat. At this point in time, no one's going to tell you to build your own. All of the build your own apologists are going to be like, just go pre-build. It isn't worth the freaking headache right now. Um, this isn't worth the headache. So, always has his shirt game on point. It's I've gotten so many shirts from 80s tees, it's getting tough to keep up and, and have really good shirts because there's shirts on there I would never wear because it's stuff that I don't like. My wife thought I should get a My Little Pony shirt, you know, because my kids would love it. She's like, oh, people would love that. Get a My Little Pony shirt. And I'm like, all right, maybe next time I submit an order for restock, I, I you know, I will. Apologist? Yeah, it's not an insult. It's not an insult. Apologist is a term meaning like, you're a build-your-own evangelist or a build-your-own apologist. Someone that's like, you. this is how you should do it. It's the only way. Oh, shut the frick up. All of my pre-builds have run just fine, and I've never had any issues with them. I had a power supply go bad on one. Whoopty frick, you know? Yeah, I'll become a brony. I'll become a brony. I will. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, I could become a brony. I could. Because... Pinkie Pie is the best pony. Like, there's no real discussion here. If you watch My Little Pony, Pinkie Pie is the best. Her energy, her positivity, the way the way she treats her friends, she's got that party, party spirit. I love her. She's the best. Pinkie Pie is the best pony. I could become a brony. It wouldn't be very hard. I already have a favorite. <laughs> I watch it with my kids. You know, it's funny. I have a Pinkie Pie on my desk. My kids got me one. My kids got me a Pinkie Pie for Father's Day because they know she's my favorite. They're like, Papa. I'm like, what? They're like, Pinkie Pie's in this story. I'm like, she's the best. And then I keep walking through the living room. (laughs) They'll be like reading a My Little Pony. They have like My Little Pony, like little graphic novels, you know, which is funny to say in a sentence. And my daughter will be so excited to show me, like, Papa, Pinkie Pie, she's in this one. And she she gets in she gets in a bad situation. She's, like, giving me the deets, you know? Applejack? Yeah, Applejack's okay. Applejack's all right. See? They got me a little Pinkie Pie. Ah, uh, I can't get the focus to trigger. I was watching Report of the Week, 
and he was pushing a button on his anytime he showed the phone, uh, showed the food up close. I love that guy, by the way. I got really inspired by him last night. I don't know if you've ever seen um, the what is it called? The new news, new new report of the week or news report of the week. The guy that has made an entire channel massively successful, over two million subscribers, and he reviews food. He's the meme where it's like, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. That's him. That's how. That's like got. That's how he got his big start. Is like that video and that meme took off. Because yeah, review bruh. Yeah, he he still says he doesn't understand why people call him review bruh. Yeah, review brah, review brah. And so, I was I was watching him read mean comments last night, and I absolutely love him. I'm like, I love that he has stayed on brand. He just kind of sits there, and he's all dressed up, and he, he's got he's got his you know, his big long hands. And his hair's all done. I I love him. Yeah, I got a haircut, cat. Thank you. No, it's not your old eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, cat. You can you can say you can say that you you find me attractive. Older women typically do. I don't know why. <laughs> you watch that guy too. I love him. I love that. Like I hadn't checked in on him in ages. I I checked on his channel years ago, and I was like, oh, good for him. He's doing really well. I checked on him yesterday. I was like, two million subs. I was like, this guy, and I love that he just sits down and does his thing. He just sits down, turns the camera on, and he just does his thing. And he he, he hasn't he, he hasn't changed much. Like he doesn't he doesn't is obviously his camera is better, and he's probably just you know a little bit more showman. But he's still the same dude, man. I was like, ah, oh, this is this is awesome to see. And then, I don't know. I, I got inspired. I was like, that's really what, what makes a good channel. Is where you tune in and you know what you're getting. You're getting that person being genuine, right? And 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 just putting out their product, their show, their brand, right? I got inspired. Cat says, winky, winky. Yeah, see, I knew. I knew Cat. I knew that your little crush on Francis' forehead, it, it was it was him and it was me, you know. I have a, I have a large forehead, I know. I don't, I don't try to hide it. Like, look at my hairstyle. <laughs> okay, people have been asking me about covering the the situation with Activision Blizzard, um, and what's been going on there. There's a lawsuit. And um, now, you know, Activision Blizzard has responded to IGN saying that California rushed to file an inaccurate complaint. So the state of California is suing Activision Blizzard over allegations of things going on at the company. And people wanted to know if I would be covering it. I don't really cover stuff like that for a handful of reasons. Number one, we know nothing right now. All we know is that there's filed documents of complaint and all of that could come out in, in, in the... It could all come out and either be untrue, unsubstantiated, false. And, you know, obviously Activision Blizzard is going to respond and say, listen, here are the facts, here's the evidence, here's the paper trail, whatever, right? Obviously, it's very delicate and very sensitive. But I will say this. If your company operates in the state of California... I'd be really worried about these types of investigations and these types of lawsuits 
if your company has been doing really awful and corrupt things in the background, right? It's amazing. If this if this goes forward and these things are true that they're being accused of at this company, okay, then it'll set a really good precedent for other companies to be investigated for their wrongdoing and their corruption. And it's amazing what a real investigation will uh, unearth. It's amazing what you'll find, you know? So I would say, I would say that any company operating in this space should be concerned about investigations happening into corruption, wrongdoing, or in this case, just an absolute horrendous culture that led to something tragic. Uh, Probably multiple, you know, tragedies there that we haven't even seen the full thing. Now, the reason that I'm not covering that story is because that's just not what we do here. Okay, I'm not going to do a I'm not going to do a micro news segment on Activision Blizzard being sued over too many of those words are buzzwords on YouTube. They'll get your video flagged. They'll get you demonetized. Um, and I don't particularly care to cover it. I really don't. I just I'm sitting here thinking. I hope you investigate some other companies and I could assist you in that once we've got our little document ready to go. You know, I'd, uh, man, I'd be, I'd be trying to make things right. I'd be trying to make things right, clean things up because uh, there's a reckoning coming for companies that did wrong and have tried to cover things up. It always comes out. It always comes out. You can only hide it for a while. It's just a stay of execution. The guillotine is still swinging. It's still swinging. So, I saw that headline and I was like, if people did the sorts of things that are in that document and it gets proved, then good. Drag them out into the light and then set your sights on some other companies. I could, I could, I could help tell you where to look. I could help tell you who to talk to and who to look at. Um, so... It's one thing to get called out by a person on Twitter or a journalist, but to be sued by the state of California, I think there's a little more weight on the truth scale. Sure, and it comes in the wake of an investigation. So, um, yeah, batten down the hatches because the state of California don't mess around. I mean, they, they the state of California literally has laws in place because of... Um, contracts with agents that were really bad and that's why that whole thing happened uh you remember when that all happened with tifu and that contract was like basically it it was null and void right it was a contract that was like you couldn't even have it it was because it had things in it it would have things baked into it that were like against california law and the and the organization he was working with was operating as a talent agency but they weren't licensed as a talent agency so got that that whole situation with him got super complicated very very quickly Well, in this situation, with the Activision Blizzard lawsuit, well, it didn't just happen because, like, somebody made a twit longer. It happened because an investigation took place. Do you see what happens when an actual investigation takes place and real lawyers and people that understand legalese and the law look at things? It's amazing, right? It's amazing what comes comes up to the surface. So... I would be thrilled if if other companies got investigated and and wrongdoing and all sorts of stuff got exposed because there were 16 ex-employees of the Purple Platform who spoke out 
recently about almost identical claims as the ones made in this lawsuit. So I would uh, I would just buckle the frick up if you work at that company or any company that operates in California because whether or not the state of California is overstepping or whatever whatever your opinion of the situation is, it doesn't matter. They're in the position to push forward with this kind of stuff, right? So, yeah, yeah. I just kind of saw it and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they've been trying to rectify for two years and didn't, hence the suit. Yeah. Not defending Blizz, but Hoaglaw did a thread stating that California is merely using very boilerplate and anecdotal evidence which would require substantial more evidence to prove anything systemic. Well, sure, looking at 30,000 feet, but once it goes to once it goes to court, then they would. Right now they've filed, right? Once it goes to court, then all that stuff would start coming out. Testimonials, signed affidavits, you know, eyewitness testimony. You know, all those things that nobody wants to do because why? Most of the time when you're lying in a situation like that, you're never going to go full you're never going to go full court press because you're going to have to sign like actual affidavits under penalty of perjury and claim yes I was there, yes I saw such and such. And the minute they can prove it wrong, you're now in huge trouble. You perjure yourself, right? So most people that are that are lying won't do that. So the real question is, in this situation, are there going to be people that are willing to go forward and testify and say, yes, this happened. Yes, that person did that. Here are the emails. The discovery process. We can't even see the discovery process right now. There could be emails, text messages, and all kind of things that have been drug, drug into the light because of this process. This is why I want Purple investigated. This is why I want the organization that runs that conference investigated. I want all of them to be investigated because they have done things in the background that I know about that if drugged to the light would bring about massive repercussions. And and it would be justice. It would be legal in the court in black and white justice. And that's what I would love to see. And I hope this court case is just the first of many that does that. Now, if they're overstepping or if it's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors and and cloak and dagger and they're just trying to hurt these companies and this is malicious use of legal process, well, then that's obviously terrible. I don't think that's what's going on. Based on what I read and what's being highlighted from the document, I don't think that's what's happening. I think that this is genuine and real and, and heads... Heads will roll, and some people might end up in jail, right? I, there's, it's unavoidable at this point. I, there's no way these stories are just completely... If you're going to fabricate these kind of stories, and then and then the state of California is going to get involved, boy, oh boy, whoever whoever helped this happen, what are you gonna what are you gonna say for yourself when it all turns out to be fake? I don't think so. I don't think so. I was talking to my friend about it. He is a police officer, and then he, he rose in the ranks, detective. He's now like a high-ranking uh, officer in, in local PD. And he said that that is why the first time, if you're going to come down to the station and say, my neighbor punched me in the face. He came on my property, punched me in the face, and then hit me with the shovel, okay? If, if it actually happened you'd have zero hesitation in signing the affidavit and he says you go under sworn oath when you do this 
you are essentially signing a legal document saying, yeah, my neighbor did this. He said the reason that you do that is because that's the only way to, to, to filter out all the fakes. Because people will do that. They will go in and make a false claim and try and get their neighbor or their friend or their ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend in trouble. And they'll just go in and make up a story. And they're like, okay, well, sign this document under penalty of perjury. This is a legal affidavit. You're going under oath when you when you fill this out and sign this. And nine times out of ten, when they when their gut instinct is this is made up, this is exaggerated, the person's like, nah, I'm good, and they leave. So if this process with with the Blizzard Activision has gotten this far, I highly doubt the stories are made up. Sure, people tend to embellish, people tend to overlook their own faults or their own problems and situations, but I'm I'm having severe doubts that it made it this far and it's all just made up. No. Uh-uh. This is why I've always told people with my situation Let's do a formal investigation. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm your Huckleberry. Let's go into the let's go into the court system cuz you'll have to go through a discovery process and then everybody'll know about you. Everybody'll know what you've done and and what it what has actually transpired over the years. Let's go. Let's go. Take me to court. Do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to do that. The minute that happens, they know all their cards are on the table too. And in this situation, there's literally Activision Blizzard's going to try and shut it down. They're going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. And why? Because all the cards will be on the table. Because if it goes forward, that subpoena process, that discovery process, (laughs) every email, every text message, all of it, all of it gets pulled out. One of these days, people are going to understand, like, man, Lono always said if he had the money. Lono always said if we only knew what was really going on, we would we would understand. We would, we would get it. It would make sense. He always said that. And at one day, I hope, people have that aha moment. They're like, aha, this is what he was talking about. Ugh. There isn't a question of whether this stuff happened. Oh no, yeah. When it gets this far, no, yeah, yeah. It, it, no one, no one's making up stories and taking it this far. <laughs> no, no. It's just a matter of can it be proven and properly. What's the word, Zubair? What properly adjudicated or prosecuted or let, let or whatever the whatever the phrasing would be. Whatever the phrasing would be. So, if you're a company or a person that works for a company and you really enjoyed last year, you know, last summer, you thought, aha, we pulled it off. Yeah, uh-huh. Just wait. Just wait. It's only a matter of time before the right the, the right people see the right things and the right action gets taken. You can't hide forever. You can't hide forever. You can play your little shell game and 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 step down and 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 try and act like people aren't we're not friends anymore we're not involved there's a reason there's a reason they're all saying that there's a reason people are suddenly all distancing themselves from each other and yeah i, I don't i'm not involved anymore uh-huh yeah preemptive damage control it's preemptive damage control chat it'll all make sense i promise you if we can if we can get things to be drugged into the light it'll all make sense one day <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll all make sense. Yeah, we hit 48k. We hit 48k. Um 
Yes, Chico, that is one of the claims. That is one of the claims. How's the investigation going? I actually just recently spoke to RN Jesus. He's putting me in touch with somebody that could help. Um, and the only thing left to do is get the, the transcript from the lawyer and then an email to him. That's literally it. That's the end. Those last two pieces. I just have to find that site that Barrier used and sign up for their trial and upload the file and just do it. I just, I've just been busy. Like the weekend hits and I don't want to fiddle around with that. It's not fun, you know, but I just need to do it. I got super busy focusing on the channels and I just didn't feel like doing it. I was like, I don't want to go back and listen to that or have to type it all out. You know what I mean? Jedi Fallen Order was EA. Yes. Now they have said that Jedi Fallen Order will not be there, right? The investigations have been ongoing since 2018. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And people are always wondering. They're like, why is it taking so long, Lono? I'm like, what do you mean? Individual people, right? Individual people decided to investigate what happened to me publicly. They don't have the ability to go into the background and do it in a legitimate way and like subpoena stuff. They're just combing over stuff publicly and piecing together what really happened. Since 2018, this situation's been investigated. Three years. Do you see what I'm saying? People don't understand. That's why people just do the twit longer tweet thing, because they just want to damage something. They don't want to they don't want to actually have an actual process of justice. Because then again, that would expose them and their wrongdoing. They don't want to do that. Now we need 300 likes. That's right. That's right. It's always been a lengthy process. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's incredibly expensive. And it goes incredibly slow. Have they mentioned anything about the new Dragon Age? No. No. They haven't. The only thing we know for sure about EA Play today is Apex Legends Season 10 trailer has been officially announced. They're going to show that today. More information on Apex Legends New Legend Seer. Battlefield 2042 will be there. right? Or Battlefield 6, whatever you want to call it. They're going to be there. And other than that, we don't have a lot of concrete information. Now, there's rumors flying around about Dead Space... I've not seen much movement on that. We we were checking the reports. We were we were we were you know Dragon Age maybe I don't know. Would you say a lack of accountability on their part? People love public accountability until they're held accountable to what they say publicly. They think public accountability is great until you come over their tweets and videos that they try to delete and scrub from the internet. Then all of a sudden, public accountability is is is, is harassment. <coughs> Hope you pre-Friday is amazing. Happy you're still standing up for yourself and others. Love the work ethic. Thank you, Crazy Gears. I appreciate that. Pre-Friday, mama. Pre-Friday. What was she having the night for? Oh, it was great. I, I finally fell asleep. I've been struggling to fall asleep, and the new medication seems to be helping. I finally, I fall asleep without issue. Uh, oh, it's, it's good sleep. And an hour into an hour and a half into being asleep, my daughter wakes up and she sleepwalks. I think she was sleepwalking. She got spooked and she went Yeah, she got spooked and was kinda crying. She ended up in the bathroom and I was like, What's the matter? What's going on? Are you okay? Like thinking, like, oh no, she's sick or something. She's like, I want I want kitty heated up. I'm like What what? What do you mean kitty heat up? We got these animals that these stuffed animals you can heat up in the microwave. And I'm happy to report 
we have a microwave <laughs> we have somebody visiting here and they helped us install it really really nice we got we got relatives in town and uh so she's like i want a kitty heated up i'm like you gotta be kidding me kiddo and then i realized she's sleepwalking so then my wife's like no just tell her to go back to bed i'm like that's not gonna work she's just gonna cry and then we're gonna be in a room with a crying child so i was like okay fine 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 fine. i'll do it i'll do it and so i get it and i heat it up and while it's heating up i'm like hugging her and rubbing her back i'm like it's okay you're fine you're safe because She's she doesn't I don't think she understands at that point even why she's upset or why she's awake. So I'm like I'm like standing in the kitchen like like swaying tired like calming her down while I heat up this cat in the microwave. Clip that out of context. And so I give her her stuffed animal and we get back in bed and then I can't fall back asleep. <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, "We I finally had a night where I went right to sleep." Oh man, I could have I could have punched a wall. I was so frustrated. No, my son my son apparently came in at 4. They're going to be all out of whack. They're staying up too late and stuff. They just woke up. Oh, for Pete's sakes. Oh, she fell back asleep. That's good. Yeah, she tried to wake up when I got out of the shower, which is like, no. I was like 7.30. It's like, you went to bed mega late. You get back in bed, and I guess she fell back asleep. (laughs) Once I got on Metropolol, I was like, oh my, does everybody get to live with this normal, relaxed heartbeat? This is amazing. Yeah, it's been been nice. It took, it it didn't, it didn't, uh, it wasn't helping initially, Zubair. It was making it worse. Like, I hadn't really had any major issues with that extra heartbeat, that feel of, like, a rapid heartbeat at night. I hadn't had an issue with it for a while because I was on the magnesium. And the magnesium just makes your circulation better, right? And so I was like, are you kidding me? But I remembered, I was like, she said it takes a while for your body to adjust. And last night I was like, finally, just normal sleep. And then my daughter slept walk. I was like, you have got to be freaking kidding me. Are we sure Lono knows what a microwave is? Uh, it isn't just a cardboard box. Lono wonders why the popcorn takes so long. That's right. That's right. Um, what did Pete ever do to you? It's not. It's not Pete the cat. She named it after one of our other cats. Coffee. Oh man, are people ordering coffee? Hey, if you order coffee right now, it is on back order. The store will get its it, it, that that back order little little um notification that will leave on monday where we believe the freight will be here monday it has left it has left and it's on its way to illinois if you're new this morning thank you for being here if you want to talk in my chat or take my poll you got to be subscribed so hit subscribe and the bell button we are covering the ghost of tsushima new trailer call of duty uh one of the one of the studios hired 100 new employees new world is allegedly breaking gpus not really we're going to talk about why ea play live is today and we're making our own predictions and discussing it and the oh apparently hot off the press is here the halo infinite multiplayer beta test is next month i don't know why you deleted that i was happy to read it in in the live chat dauntless you can do that when i'm streaming 
So th- that's next month. I'd love to get in there. You have to be consistent with bedtimes and naps. The little ones go to bed at 9 and usually get up between 6 a.m. and 7. Oh, I'm telling you, Heavy Metal Mama, when people visit, like relatives visit, your kid's sleep schedule's just going to be a disaster because they're always so excited and they want to play and the weather has been perfect. It has been beautiful. And so it's like, we have such a hard time telling them, like, no, you got to go in and go to bed. Like, they're playing with this drone that that the uh, one of my relatives brought, and like the you know, the lightning bugs are out. Um, you know, it, it's it it's you know, it's just it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Sorry, wrong link. Yeah, I just saw your tweet. I retweeted it. Was it me putting a cat in in, in the microwave? Oh, I finished the shake real fast. It was actually good today. <clears throat> As someone who only sleeps two to three hours at best, when I'm on sleeping tabs, it's nice falling asleep with normal people do. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, hoping to be chosen for the flight as well. I know. I, I think I did everything I'm supposed to do. I'm a part of the, like, the Halo Infinite Insider thing or whatever. I don't know if there's anything else I'm supposed to do. Um... I don't even know when the invites are going out. Uh, I wish I had a way. Um, I wish I had a way of 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 like double and triple checking. Uh, Project's doing something. Project Six is doing something in like four days. Um, I like your shirt, man. Thank you, thank you. Be sure to use the shirt command if you want to get any shirts from Eighties Tees. Be sure to use code Lono for uh, for thirty percent off. You can't tell where it's from. It's just Venom and Carnage. Or are you just teeing me up to promote 80s tees? <laughs> Make sure your profile is complete. Is that all you have to do? Uh, Halo Insider Program. Um, I don't even know how you... How, where, where do you do that? My profile, right? Is, is it going to tell me it's complete somewhere? Um... Spartan, all badges. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything that I'm. Am I supposed to click on something? Go to settings, forum settings, web notification. I have a message. Oh, this is ancient. Um. Uh. Uh. View invite. I got invited to a. Oh, this is back when I was on that Sovereign Esports. I was on a podcast with those guys. That is like a seven, five-year-old, six-year-old uh, invite. <laughs> um, don't know if you saw, but did you ever see the tweet I put out? Uh, random tweet, but I thought I had to tweet it. I put it out early this morning. I don't... What was it about? What was it about? Here's how to properly sign up for the Halo Infinite Beta. For frick's sake, this is a giant article. Um, the first step in participating in the Halo Infinite beta multiplayer is to be an Xbox Insider. If you're already an Xbox Insider, you can sign up by clicking the link, and from there, you can become a Halo Insider. Oh, don't you have to do that on your Xbox? I'm pretty sure you can't. By choosing to accept, like everything, blah, 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 eh, da, 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 you can opt out. We make sure to blah, blah, blah. Thank, thank you for joining the Xbox. Inter- I don't even, I'm not, how do I sign in? It's six steps. Gemini Christmas. What am I joining? AA? Um, 
I don't, this is just a thank you for enjoying, it's just a legal document saying thank you for joining. Yeah, I don't, I'll have to look into this later. Frigate! Frigate chat, we'll do it live! There's no way I'm reading all that. Someone who's in the insider program has to invite you to the insider program. Really? I think Teddy is an insider. Um, I think. I think, yeah, I think Teddy, one of my mods, is an insider. If you haven't taken our poll yet, today with EA Play Live, what are you hoping to see more of? We've already gotten 448 votes. Most people are saying Battlefield, 54%. 29% are saying Dead Space. And then Apex Legends with 12. Sports Ball, a measly 5%. Me too, I can invite you if needed. Yeah, can you can you do that? It's it's uh I I can well, hang on I can just DM it to you. Do you need what do you need my email address or my gamer tag? Surprised they didn't limit the beta to Game Pass subs. I mean I'm a Game Pass sub too. Yeah, no Lono, it's Halo. We make you subscribe before you can talk in chat. <laughs> that's right, that's right. You gotta you gotta be a subscriber before you can talk in chat. Um. I have really bad anxiety. Sleeping for me is a nightmare in itself. Getting up three times a night is just uh, just out of the blue. Oh, really? Huh. I know my anxiety was playing a part, Heavy Metal Mama. Every, every Sunday night, I would be drifting off to sleep, and I would kick awake, and my heart would be, like, racing. It only happened... It mostly happened on Sunday nights. It was like that, that Monday morning dread of, like, new week, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Um... And so it was like I, I was I was dealing with that for a while. Like I still periodically deal with it. You know what I mean? Um, I still I still periodically deal with it. It's it's frustrating. Uh, become a Halo Insider. Sign up. Yeah, it says I'm verified and I'm opted into Halo Insider. That's what it says. And it says I'm opted into console flighting. PC flighting and flighting availability completed. Everything is completed. I've just opted out of communications updates. I I should probably opt into that. Um, Yeah, I'll just opt into that just in case. Save. Yeah, I'm good. I just checked it. The Halo Insider program, I clicked on it and it says, currently opted in. I'm verified. Communications updates and then flighting. I've got green check marks all the way down. So we should be go. We should be good to go. It's the Sunday scaries. What's helped you the most? Um. Uh, yeah. This is what we need the personal channel for. It's. I mean, a lot. It's. It's multifaceted, right? So, I am. I am taking magnesium, and that helps with the heart issues and the and the and the um. That helps with the uh, the circulation. And the the issues with anxiety. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with anxiety, right? That a lot of people don't understand is that it's unseen. It's not like you can like put your finger on it. You're not like now. Now sometimes you can. So let me be clear. Anxiety exists on a spectrum, like any emotion that you can feel. Some anxiety, you know exactly why you're anxious. You don't like flying. You have a big interview tomorrow. You're it's your first day at a new job. You're um you you're it you're gonna you're gonna be on a blind date or something, right? Now, 
that you know immediately what the butterflies and the heart flutters are from you just know you're like oh yeah i've got something serious coming up and i'm really really i really really care about it and it's really really important to me anxiety also exists on a spectrum of it's it's subconscious you can't see it it's underneath and usually what this is is linked to some form of trauma or pain that you haven't dealt with and you're fighting to essentially you're you're like almost having an argument against it so for me the thing that i've been struggling with is the anxiety of like public shame and proving things false or proving to people that like i can be successful and provide for my family and that's from a wound of it's like it's essentially a post-traumatic anxiety or post-traumatic stress of like i went through this trauma and this tra- and this horrible thing and it was awful and trying and then as the dust settles then you start to sort of feel it you're like now what am i gonna do now how am i gonna fix all this well what you end up doing is, is you distract yourself from it you don't address it so for me i threw myself into work i threw myself into all these projects SNTR network, repeat theater, doing this stuff with creature, blah 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 blah, and it took me a long time to get to a place where there was a work beneath the work. There was something else I was doing and trying to prove with my work and with my my daily obsession of like I need to check on these numbers and these metrics and whatever. Well, what ends up happening is that becomes so defining to my day to day mental processes and my day to day life that I don't let go of it. I go to lay down and it's like it's still there in the background even if I'm not actively thinking about it it's become like the background narrative of my life so I had to I had to get into a place where um, I had to get into a place where I started to release some of that and understand that I don't have to prove anything to these people I don't have to bear shame I don't have to you know, I have to release a lot of that. Now, a lot of that I've released in a different way than just, like, therapy. It's a more personal, more faith-based thing. Reading a book, right? And so, in in general, in general, uh, it's, it's not over, and it's been a really, really long road. But the more I dealt with it, and the more I thought about it, and the more I released it, and said the the judgment of the the judgment from these people is not one that I need to be concerned about um and the whatever I'm trying to prove I don't need to prove anything to them I need to focus on essentially changing my mentality about work is really what it came down to cuz my work was linked to my identity and my identity was so damaged and tarnished it was like I was on this war path to changing my public identity well when you start to understand that like that doesn't really truly matter what truly matters is is having a com- like a completely different outlook and identity that isn't rooted in that it isn't rooted in public opinion and it isn't rooted in what others think of you and it certainly isn't rooted in lies that people told once i got there it was easier to release and say well now what's my work supposed to be about my work is supposed to be about like essentially pouring my talents, my gifts, and my my energies into something that is benefiting others. It's serving others. So one of the reasons I try to put on such a good show is because 
it's not about like oh I need to put on a good show so I have good numbers and make money it's I need to put on a good show so that people's lives are better that day like it's about it's it's an othering sort of thing it's like I'm making it about others it's like it's not about me now it's about and that's why I want to start that other channel like because essentially what the book said was like are you doing work or whatever that that makes people you know love love more and and, and live a fuller life <clears throat> you can do that if you're a barista right you can make someone's day better and that we all know how that how that impacts us you've been to a place before and gotten your coffee or gotten helped by somebody and man they put pep in your step they're they're bright and they're they're full of life and they're kind and it makes your day better well imagine like if you're that barista you're like what am i gonna do i'm making minimum wage giving people coffee well you can make their day better and then that's 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 very fulfilling to put that energy out into the world right so I once I changed that I realized beneath all my work and beneath all my striving was an effort to prove and to and to fight against this notion and this shame and it was like no I don't have to fight against any of that it can't touch me it's it's immaterial and and who who care, who cares what they think right the hardest part is feeling that pain and trying to figure out how to get it, how to let go it's like you're stuck in this cycle well, it's a journey. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. Heavy metal mama is. That's the other thing is that it's a journey. So it'll come back. It'll rear its head. Some days I immediately start getting preoccupied with it again, and I want to go on a Twitter tirade, and I want to drag people into the light and expose people. And I'm like, no, no, can't do that, right? Can't do that. And I have to do some self-talk and some self-reflection and not be preoccupied. I got to go back to what I know is true and ground myself in that in a form of self-talk to let go of the, to, to, to get the phantom out of the room. That phantom in the room that like creeps into the corner of your vision is like, yeah, you, you should, you should, buh, or you're a this, or you'll never amount to buh. And you're the only way to get that phantom out of the room because it's immaterial, it's not true, it's not grounded in reality, is to ground yourself to something that you know is true. This comes through self-talk, you know, slowing down, reflecting, not getting caught up in that, that spiral. You gotta understand something. It's not, this is what everybody thinks, like, a mental health change is. I think it's a light switch. Oh, I'm better now. Like, it doesn't bother me anymore. No, it takes months, it takes years sometimes to not feel like it comes creeping back in. So for me, it has, it's been a process. Like every day, every week, I have to be on guard to say, I'm not going to let that crap in my brain. I'm going to focus on what I know is true. What I know is pure and reliable and ground myself in that. Dr. Grove, I didn't thank you for your renewed membership. Thank you. And angry reaper with a $25 tip. I wake up early just to watch you after taking the kids to daycare. You're awesome and definitely make my day better. I, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Two years ago, you helped me through a really hard time in my life. I'll never take for granted how much a good person you are. I appreciate that. And the thing is, is back then, that's not what the work was about, right? That's not what the work was about. And that, that's what the work is about now. That's what the show is about. That, that's why <clears throat> we're making changes. We're making changes to how I do gameplay on the gaming channel. Why? I want to open up room to launch this other channel, this other project, because I want the work to be about more than just like numbers and 
improving something and like being able to peacock and strut like hey look we you know we're successful we have sponsors that's all well and good when those things happen but letting go of that has made the last couple of weeks so much better we've changed format that's been helpful we've changed workflow that's been helpful that's all logistics these are like mind heart level changes i've had to commit to each day you know and so the the way forward heavy metal mama may be an inch at a time but it's still forward you know a month from now you may turn around and be like hey i'm still dealing with this but i'm dealing with it less right i i wrote this down the other day slipping isn't servitude okay slipping or sliding back a little bit is not servitude if you're moving forward and you're climbing and you slip a little bit you slip back into an old habit and you're getting preoccupied and you're getting anxious or whatever and the old the old the old phantoms start to haunt you again slipping isn't servitude you're not serving it anymore it's not your master it you just slipped a little bit keep climbing keep going A skinned knee doesn't mean you're shackled to the wall. It just means you slipped and skinned your knee. Every time you slip, that's the danger of the spiral of shame is, oh, I slipped a little bit. What's the use? I'm a failure. I'm terrible. And down and down and down and down you go. Down that spiral staircase of shame. The way to stop yourself from doing that is to be like, it's a slip. It's not servitude. I'm not. It's just, it's just, I'm going to keep going. And the fact that you're continuing to keep going is a testimony of the fact that you're, you know, you're farther along. That's why it's important to remember it's not a light switch. That's why all these armchair, you know, mental health enthusiasts, they're, they're reckless and terrible within the space of mental health because they're unqualified. They know nothing and they just constantly, constantly promote self-medication, not literal medication. They promote self-medication. All they ever do is treat symptoms. Well, just meditate. Well, just take CBD. Well, just go for a walk. Well, just shut the frick up. You don't know what you're talking about. All those things can certainly help, but that's window dressing on a house with a broken foundation. If you don't get to the root cause, to the root problem, it doesn't matter. A doctor can prescribe you pain pills for pain in your arm, and it makes the pain go away for a little bit, but your arm's going to fester and fall off if you have a broken bone. If the, if the bone doesn't get reset, if real deep healing doesn't take place, then all the pain meds in the world aren't going to matter. Your arm's going to fall off and get in, it's going to be gross and infected. And so much of what mental health enthusiasts do is they treat the symptom with armchair, know-nothing. They read a blog about psychology and meditation, and they think now they can talk about mental health. Absolutely not. They're reckless frauds who don't care about people and they don't care about true healing. And this is one of the reasons when you deal with something like this, you should try to find someone who's qualified if you can. If not, do your absolute best to find resources that are vetted, that are peer-reviewed, that are that are rooted in actual, like, qualified, certified persons, right? So, yeah. I got news for you. Somebody who's telling the public to self-medicate has probably been self-medicating for years, and they are 
they are absolutely in 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 a place where they need true and genuine help. So, I I don't know I don't know if that helps Heavy Metal Mama. I I don't know if that even made sense. But that's 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 how I've gotten to where I am now. And I know I've not arrived. I still have so much more to do. And so, if that can put you in a in a, on a trajectory. Even if the trajectory is like a low, a low progression trajectory, it's still forward, you know? <clears throat> yeah, clear night, clear night. Imagine, imagine, yeah, yeah. Imagine what's really been going on in the background, yeah. I love to self-medicate. You gotta be very careful with self-medication. The danger of self-medication is that it works that is the ultimate danger it works it it works and that's the ultimate danger it lulls somebody to sleep and they don't treat the real problem and then a couple of months goes by and it doesn't work anymore suddenly the meditation and the CBD and the morning walk and the deep breathing isn't really helping anymore and then oh then the real darkness comes what's the use I must be really messed up I must be beyond repair why because they self medicated for a couple of months and it worked it does that's the true danger is that it works to the same degree that pain pills would make you ignore a broken bone self medicating works and that's the real and true damnable danger of it Yo, what's good, Captain Toasty Buns? <clears throat> you have to do the emotional work at some point. Best to not let the pressure over time. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> not that medications are bad. Not that medications are bad. Self-medicating is a term that people in the mental health industry use. You can self-medicate with television. You can self-medicate with an exercise bike. You can. It's not literal medication. Sometimes you need medication. My, my body needs medication. My heart and my stress and my everything that happened to me has created something wrong with me now, right? So now I need medication. So you, you, may, you may need medication. But self-medication is a term that qualified educated mental health professionals will use to indicate to you you, you've been self-medicating you're not actually dealing with the root cause of your shame and your trauma you know I've been working on the root cause of my mental struggles and your words and videos help a lot thank you well don't and and don't use my vids and don't use me as as your as your self-medicating crutch like consider me a like I'm kind of I'm trying to goad you and prod you into into actually addressing it and talking to somebody that is uh, like talking to a professional. I'm a I'm a signpost. I'm not I'm a signpost. I'm not a campsite. You can't camp out here. You can't stay here and deal with it. You can't. I'm a signpost saying go and talk to go and talk to somebody. If you if you can find somebody if you can afford it. I try to be more of a signpost than a campsite. There's no point in camping out here and talking to me about your issues. All I'm going to be able to do is say, this is what I did, and uh, let me be a signpost to point you down the road to to talk to somebody else. 
I can also double as an engine to do more and better things. Oh, that's, yeah, I mean, and that's a good word. That's a good word, okay? Anger, sadness, anxiety, and worry. These are good things, by the way. This is something that, that we mess up in, in, in the West, especially in the last 10 years. You know, big boys don't cry, and anger is like a wrong thing. No, 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 no. Emotions cannot be wrong. It's an inordinate expression or obsession or, uh, or wallowing in that emotion. That's when an emotion can become a bad thing. It's not bad to be angry. If your kid... If your kid wrecks the car, borrowing it the first for the first time, you're totally allowed to be angry about that. But if you go beyond that anger and you act on it in a disproportionate way, and you slug your kid in the face, well, anger is not the problem. It's the inordinate expression of the anger that's the problem. If they come home and you're like, I am so angry with you, and you list all the reasons why, that's a healthy expression of anger. If they come home and you hurl a kitchen a kitchen bowl at their head, that's not a healthy expression of anger. And so we always slice it and we see the kitchen bowl being thrown as like, well, that's anger. Anger's wrong. Well, no, anger is actually very good. So is worry and concern. Worry, anxiety, and concern can save you from making a bad decision, can keep you and, and give you the flight the flight instinct to get out of a get out of a a, a work situation or a relationship or who knows where you are? You know, anxiety and, 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 and fear and worry can be some of the best things that you feel because <laughs> it makes you make the right decision and the right call. But it's when you get stuck in it, you know? Cement is great. Standing in cement is not. Like, you know? So, yeah, don't get it, don't get it twisted. It's, it's, if, but if you're, you know, as Heaven Metal Mama said, you know, continue to deal with anxiety and sleep troubles and stuff. You know, you got to try to find somebody to talk to about it because there's usually a root issue. There's something deep down you've not dealt with, you've not talked about, you've not faced, grieved, processed, and found out healthy ways to move past it so that you could flourish as a human. You've not done the work, right? You've merely put a rug over over something and you keep tripping on it every day. Like if, if, if I've got a floorboard in my living room that's popped up and I just throw a rug over it, I'm going to trip on it with regularity. You got to uncover it. You got to deal with it. You got to address it. So that way you can stop having a trip on it so much. Anger is such an interesting topic. Morality, uh, so much confusion and misinformation out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anger is, anger is, anger can be very, very good. <laughs> can be very, very motivating. It can. It can. I talked about that, like, I think it was like last week, how. I ran on anger for like a full year. After everything that happened to me last year, I was running on anger. I was, it was just pure fire uh, and fumes. I have zero appreciation for your analogies at the moment. Oh no, when did that happen? Is, did that, is everybody okay? It doesn't look, it doesn't look too serious, but that certainly could, could be, you know, sore neck, sore neck in the back. You know what I mean? <clears throat> oh, it, it, creature posted a picture in the Discord. Little, little, a little fender bender, little fender bender. Whoever they hit was a tr- was it a truck? Because it hit high on the car. It didn't hit low on the car. My youngest just gave someone a love tap. Yeah, looks like she gave a truck a love tap. Truck probably didn't even know what happened. Big metal 
big metal bumper just shoved in that sardine lid on that car. SUV, that'll do it. Yo, what's good, Splatsaw? So, we're way off topic right now. We're way off topic. This is one of the reasons we need this other channel. Um, because we, we, you know, and we used to talk about this stuff, you know, even before now. We would get on these subjects sometimes. Um, if someone would go back and, and, and you could watch when I would talk about cancel culture and forgiveness and change and, and my mental health and stuff, you guys might have a better understanding of what I was actually talking about back then. Um, so, they, uh, <laughs> yeah. They knew what I was talking about. They were in my stream almost, you know, every day, spying. Um. <clears throat> so let's check on this poll let's check on this poll let's see where our results landed 627 votes EA play live what are you hoping to see more a battlefield is winning with 55% dead space with 27% um, it's a good and valuable topic we don't do a good job of teaching how to deal with life yeah, yeah certainly not certainly not uh, there is an epidemic of of mentally unwell and unstable young men in the West, and everyone wants to blame it on them being creepy, weird, or socially awkward. And it's like, maybe, maybe uh, <laughs> the chickens are coming home to roost on telling young men for years not to cry and and not to express their emotions in a healthy way. If you, if you tell a young man for, for 15 years to, to don't cry and stop being angry, well, you end up with a very frustrated person. And that, that has, there's a whole, there is a whole generation on, on the internet. Now you can see that there's just something off and it was years of being told not to, not to live in a healthy and full way. (laughs) So just a false sense like an unhealthy idea of masculinity for 15 years has led to all of what we're dealing with now because it's essentially created men that don't understand how to how to exist they don't understand how to deal with frustration they don't know how to steal how to how to deal with any of their any of their impulses anything they've not been they've not been equipped so they're basically a frustrated 15 year old in the body of a 30 year old posting on reddit you know from the time they were 0 to 15 that's what they learned the most formative years and then they launch into adulthood and they're still that frustrated 15 year old that doesn't know what to do with the fact that he's angry upset or thinks a girl is cute doesn't know how to doesn't know how to do with, deal with any of it so they're 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 on the internet right now in large numbers. I mean, this whole the whole word that word uh, for involuntary you know celibate or whatever that entire thing is man that's a massive massive problem and that's reaping what you sow when you basically create an entire generation of unhealthy people. You mean their age, not the total period? Oh yeah, I was just saying. By the time they get to fifteen, if they've heard that for fifteen years, man, you you just created an an, an an a completely volatile and unstable little monster, you know. 
and people people don't get it. They're like, why are you know why are men so this? Why are men so that? And it's like, boy, <laughs> boy oh boy. People always talk about how women have been told for years all these things that have messed with them. You know, eating disorders and and body positivity and trying to change that narrative. Right? We're we're totally fine with saying. For the last 50 years, women have been communicated in this way, and this is what they think, and look at all these, look at all the ramifications of how they view themselves, and the shame, and the, the anger, whatever, whatever, whatever sort of maladaptive response that women have had to the years of bad communication about themselves, and their bodies, and all of that, right? And that's all true. That's all true. We ignore the fact that we've done a very similar disservice to young men. And we have an entire generation of young men who have their own maladaptive behavior and bad responses to being told for years that this is what being a man is. This is what being tough is. And this is how you're supposed to view and treat women. They've been told that for years. So you got to put both pairs of shoes on. You can't be like, well, entire generations of women now struggle with X, Y, and Z because of everything they were told in society Ugh, the patriarchy it's like you understand that there there's two there's there's two people in this room right these these young men were told just as unhealthy and terrible things for the last 25 50 however many years but that doesn't fit the disney princess narrative right they need a villain and and that's what's happening is like men are sort of the villains in the story you know, instead of being like, well, actually, as a society and a culture, we've shortchanged this entire generation, and all of these unhealthy results have happened. All of this maladaptive behavior, all of this, whether it's strange and creepy or self-destructive and and you know bad self-image, whatever it is, it's 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 all it's all from the same it's all from the same well of water. You know, the water got poisoned. And you were drinking on a Tuesday and he was drinking on a Wednesday. You both ended up with big problems from it. (laughs) My siblings and I were brought up in an environment where displaying any kind of emotion was strongly discouraged. None of us to this day are emotional people. It frustrates my wife to no end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your upbringing, you'll carry that with you in your marriage. Big, 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 big time. Yo, George Smith with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, my friend. Hope you're having a good stream. Thank you, George. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're getting into some heavy sledding. We're getting into some heavy sledding. But, <laughs> yeah. So how about uh, how about that Ghost of Tsushima trailer? <laughs> and see, this is one of the reasons why I actually think... I actually think that the, the, the work that I'm doing, I I can have a sense of importance and a sense of purpose and a sense of satisfaction from it, even if the numbers aren't there, even if we're having a downturn or whatever, which right now we're we're not, we're in a good place, but the downturns will be there. The hard lessons will come, you know, the viewership dips, the whatever, those things are bound to happen. But at the end of the day, this is why I think, I actually think video games are a wonderful catalyst for a lot of what we just talked about it gives people a space to 
see a different a, a different reality or a different future for themselves and to and to and to escape a little bit now escapism is da- dangerous but it also also can be very stabilizing to get you to a place of self-awareness to realize that you have a problem or you need help or whatever and i think video games can help with that you know so i can talk about the ghost of tsushima dlc and call of duty and new world i can talk about all that and know that like this show, this conversation, this debate is adding to a person's day. It's adding value to their day. And these video games can be a great, great avenue of stability uh, and escape and, and enjoyment for people. And not seeing that as just a catalyst for making money, but a catalyst for creating uh, value and making people's lives feel more full at the end of the day. That's how I'm trying to view the work now. So when I sit down, I see this microphone and I turn the camera on and I turn the lights on. I'm like, let's put on a killer show for people because at the end of the day, that has added to their life and has added to the world. It's bringing order to chaos. And that can be the outlook you take if you're sweeping a street or handing somebody a coffee or driving a bus you are a part of a a, a movement where you're you're helping essentially civilize the world you're putting out that that goodness that energy and it's not meant to be sort of like oprah winfrey like high high lofty weirdo speech it's like no what you're doing is actually meaningful and it and it can be you can view it as important, whether you're talking about video games or waiting tables. It's important. It's important work. And making making a couple hundred people a day feel better, man, you talk about a noble effort. You talk about a noble effort. That is, uh, you can hang your hat on that and go to sleep every night and say, I may not be making a lot of money and I'm paying my bills and making my way in the world, but... I, I made a hundred people's day today better by putting a smile on their face when I handed them their order, you know. Their day was a little brighter. Their day was a little brighter. When we were at this restaurant uh, about a, a week ago when we went out to dinner with our friends, we um they were absolutely slammed. They were slammed all the way out the door. They told us we were going to wait about 30 minutes. Well, it had been about 50 minutes. It's almost an hour now. And really rude people are coming in and basically berating a young, a young, a young girl. She's, she's clearly not even 20 yet, right? She's like just old enough to have a job. This poor thing is getting berated by these freaking Karens. And yes, every time it was a Karen. It wasn't it wasn't any uh, anybody young and it wasn't it wasn't any any men. It was a bunch of freaking Karens coming in and getting up her nose. I had to bite my tongue a couple of times. Why don't you take your margarita and go outside? You're being unpleasant, right? But it's not worth it. It's not worth approaching someone like that. They're not in a state of mind to even hear anything. <laughs> And once they got us a table, I made sure to go up to her. I said, hey, I said, tomorrow will be a better day. (laughs) And I started laughing and she smiled and the guy next to her started laughing and he smiled. And it was like, this is not, this is not the end. Okay. This isn't the end of your story. This is just a crappy night and tomorrow will be better. 
and uh, they brought an appetizer to our table. They knew how long we had waited, and we were very polite. We, we, we weren't rude. You know, we waited a long time to get seated, and uh, it all worked out. We got to sit outside, which is where we wanted to sit because it was quiet. I, I can't stand being in a loud restaurant. I like to have conversations. I like to talk. Big surprise. And you can't have a conversation in a loud restaurant where, you know, there's a bunch of 20-somethings get drinking margaritas and going, woo! Like, you can't. You can't have a conversation there. And uh, so it ended, up, it ended up working out, you know, and I hope that like, you know, maybe the rest of her night wasn't so bad. And uh, she believed it. She was like, you know what? Tomorrow will be better. This day is practically over. We, we've made it through the storm, <laughs> made it through the storm of, of, of Karen's, you know, so you're saying all this stuff I grow at work is making people happy and hungry. I knew I had an importance. Yeah. If you work at a dispensary, you are, you, you that's good. You're helping people, right? Um, today we need a new fight night round. Yeah, we we don't have anything. We don't have anything for for fight night right now. We don't have anything for it now. They've been doing um, they've been doing these uh, community nights. They did a community night in the Discord with Master Chief Collection. So if you're a paying member, you can do that. You can hang out in the Discord and be a part of these community nights. Friday nights I stream with Hilly and we have a really good time. You guys can, uh, if you want, you guys can hang out in the Discord and use uh, and use the uh, the the fight night, right? You can use I'm not I'm sorry, not fight night, but community night. You can use Saturday nights as your community night. So sips your rageless roast. Yeah, old soul. I saw you say earlier you were having your your rageless roast this morning. So thank you. Um, probably a question for the other channel what are your thoughts on psychedelic assisted therapy I think it's a brand brand new field and most of what I've read is that it's not taken too seriously um, by resources and, and, and places that I would trust that doesn't mean it can't get to a place where it where it could be um yeah, there's a lot there. That's that gets kind of messy. I think people are jumping in headfirst into a shallow pond. Personally, I don't know. There are people that are just fully behind that. I think they have a bias because they already use they already use types of drugs, and they're like, "Oh, this is great." And it's like you're pretty biased, aren't you? Yeah, this is an '80s tease, Sven. This this my my son was like, "What's on that shirt?" <laughs> Yeah, carnage and venom. My 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 daughter said, "Are they brothers?" She saw my shirt. She's like, "Papa, are they brothers? They look like they could be brothers." And I was like, "I don't think so." I said, "This one's carn this one's carnage and this one's venom." She was like, "Oh, and 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 this is this is what it is to be a little kid, you know, and to have this innocence." She goes, "Oh, those are such brotherly names. I wish they were brothers." I'm like, they're 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 bad guys. <laughs> they're villains. Those are such brotherly names. First of all, you're seven. Where did you learn the word brotherly? And second, how do you look at this and like I wish they were brothers? <laughs> Those are such brotherly names. <laughs> uh <laughs> Unfortunately, all the research was shut down 50 years ago. We'd have a better idea. Yeah, it's going to take too long. I don't have an opinion right now other than 
there there needs to be a, a lot of research before you could draw any conclusions. As I said, I think people are I think people are nose diving into waters and they don't know how deep it is. You can break your neck like those 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 types of things. Anything anything in that realm like psychedelics, you 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 should be proceeding with a massive massive amount of caution. Um because what if you're wrong? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Is that shirt Spider-Man and Venom together? No, it's Carnage. See his tongue and his teeth. It's Carnage. And look at his eyes. Those are those are Carnage's eyes. Um, they have such a loving and inviting face. Yeah, well, such brotherly names. How is Carnage and Venom brotherly names? Now, I think what she meant was their names are so similar, right? Carnage and Venom. You know, oh, they could be brothers. That's just how. That's just how she operates, man. She's, she's, she, she is, she genuinely is. I don't tell her, I don't like, you're special, but like, she's special, man. She's, she's got such a way of seeing the world. Her and my son, man. They are, uh, they're awesome. They're, I'm telling you, my, I, 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 I believe it. I believe it. I like, my daughter's going to run a company. She just is. She just is. She's too stubborn and she's too, she's too smart. She figures things out. She's super visionary. She's like a real strong leader already. Maybe a little too strong, right? I try and I try and teach her the difference between being like a rude, bossy person and a good leader. Like it's okay to take charge. It's okay to be in charge, but you need to do it in a way that's kind. <laughs> you know, because there's that whole thing of like, well, girls always get told they're bossy when they try to take charge, and it's like, well, you know, sometimes you can be a little bossy, and so can a little boy. You gotta teach them the difference. <laughs> like, there's a difference between being a leader and being a bossy and being a bossy pants. <laughs> You know, try to teach you to be a leader. Then you'll be an amazing CEO. You'll be one of the best. You'll be a celebrated CEO. If I teach you how to be a leader, being a bossy pants is not. Nobody wants to work for a bossy pants. You know, and my son, same thing. You know, it's like you don't get to just charge in the room and push people around just because you're strong, you know. And he could. Holy moly. He hits me sometimes. I'm like, buddy, you cannot hit your friends that way. We'll be wrestling, and he'll just haul off and just wham, give me a punch on the back. I'm like, you can never hit your friends that hard. You will, you'll, you'll, you're gonna, we're gonna have a, a, a five year old just knocked out on the ground, boom, just like KO. Like, you can't hit, you cannot hit your friends that hard. You're playing with me. We can get rough. You know, we can, we, we, he likes to wrestle. You can't hit, you can't eye at your friends that hard, bro. Because I'm like holding my back. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> I think I'm, ble- I think I'm bleeding internally. <laughs> uh, uh. <clears throat> That's how they learn their strength. Super important. Yeah, hitting me as hard as he can, and me being like, whoa, you got to back off, brother. Holy moly, I'm gonna have a bruise. You know what I mean? I had the same thing when I was in the army. I had high-ranking NCOs who were professional and courteous and got the job done. I went out of my way to get stuff done for them. Uh, some were power-hungry. If you can get buy-in, you could, like, I read a great quote once from, I think he's an old Welsh-like preacher, and he said, self-renunciation is the way to world domination. He was essentially saying, like, if you put down your ego and yourself, 
you you can take over the world because if you can get buy-in people will follow you into the pits of the earth you just need buy-in like they're in they're on your side right you don't get that through bludgeoning people do you know what i mean it was a great quote it stuck with me it's like self-renunciation is the way to world domination Yo, chest pain. Thanks for upgrading to a tier four member. If you guys are existing members and you upgrade, that's a great way to support the channel. Uh, memberships are essentially our bedrock. We don't run a lot of ads here. So you guys that are paying members, if you can't become a paying member, being here, smashing the like button and supporting with the view and a like is a massive way to help. Let's roll the likes over to 300. If you haven't clicked subscribe yet, do so. It allows you to talk in chat. Hey, B-Nipple. I haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're well. There's a there's a there's an old name. Uh, part of parenting is teaching kids how to play well with others. Roughhousing is an efficient method for doing that. That's right. That's right. This just in Lono to dominate the world. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to instill in the kids. You know is. Take over the world, okay? <laughs> I, I I joke with my wife. I'm like, it's gonna be so easy for them. It's gonna be so easy for them. Like they're gonna run companies of these mouth breathing kids that just they're just it's just media addled mouth breathing like navel gazing just short changed man it's so unfortunate i see so many kids and i'm like holy moly i'm like babe it's gonna be so easy for them like they're they're gonna be considered geniuses in like 20 years (laughs) this this neanderthalic you know this neanderthalic generation that they're growing up around it's gonna be easy pickings They'll show up on time and speak in clear, coherent sentences, and they'll get promoted day one. Like, and it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be hard. You walk around the grocery store, you're like, my, my kids are, are going to be okay. <laughs> like, they make me mad. They frustrate me. But they're going to be okay, right? You see, you see these kids, these poor kids, man. Oh, it's like, gee, many Christmas. Just awful. <laughs> New job keeps me busy. Uh, hope MC sinks and minion are well too. Oh yeah, fam is great, man. Fam is great. We have a uh, we have a big day ahead of us. EA Play this afternoon. We will be co-streaming it. If you're here right now and you want to be here for that, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you can talk in chat. Take our poll. There's a poll in the chat now. You don't have to go anywhere for the poll. What are you looking forward to in EA Play Live this afternoon? We do have some micro news segments we need to make sure and get to. We don't have any questions submitted right now. If you have questions about the alleged claim that New World is bricking GPUs, the 3090s. Uh, Call of Duty, one of the studios has hired 100 employees, and the new trailer for Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut, the Icky Island trailer. Submit questions. If you got questions about EA Play Live, maybe you've got some predictions. Have you heard any rumors? There's all sorts of things we could potentially hear about today. It does seem pretty much guaranteed we will hear about Apex Legends Season 10 and more from Battlefield 2042. Everything else is a bit of a question mark and so we will be watching that we'll be switching over to that that's in a couple hours though so we've got the table set and the runway going 
and the runway going so we've got a lot uh still to discuss if you want to submit a question with the question command you can do it in the discord or in the live chat uh as long as you are a paying member i uh it's i read it's also bricking 6800s now apparently it's not just new world uh fortnite is allegedly doing it as well and it seems related to drivers in this the, the, the craziest part about it with the 3090 I don't know why the card's not protecting itself. Um, That's the weirdest part of this discussion. Why is the card not protecting itself? It should be shutting itself off before it burns out and overheats. Um, It doesn't make any sense to me. That's an inherent flaw in the hardware if it's not protecting itself. I heard that it was a hardware issue with the GPU itself. That's exactly right. You do understand that right now, if you're savvy, you can overheat your card and it'll shut off and your computer a lot of times will shut down, right? You you can do it right now. If you're savvy and you know what you're doing, you can overheat any video card and it shuts down and it protects itself. Ask anybody who ever, who's ever tried to overclock hardware, right? The card is shutting itself off. What seems to happen is the card overheats. And what people are trying to bring it back on too soon or something? Peekaboo right back to the same thing that caused the overheat. But they shouldn't even be able to get that far, Wheeze. Like, I've had I've had issues like that before. It takes 10 minutes to overheat. Reboot the computer, jump back in. Well now it's gonna take seven minutes to overheat. And then and the and and the and the number gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. It shouldn't let me go back and do it again and what, melt the soldering? Like what's happening? Shut him down first, and then fried it after he turned it on again. That's what I mean. You shouldn't even be able to get that far. It's likely a combo of faulty drivers, hardware issues, and the fact that the back VRAM isn't cooled nearly as well as the front. The card really needs to have heat sinks on both sides. Gee, many Christmas. Right, right, Wheezy. A lot of people have said that. It's not the initial restart. It's when they go back in. It's when they go back in. That's right. That's right. Um, let me let me see if you guys are submitting questions. I want to try and fix this. Um, I want to try and fix this. I'm gonna delete these rows and see if it continues to work. Uh, delete these rows. Um. I need somebody to submit a question. Make it a real question. Don't submit something junky. If you've got a question on your mind about any of the subjects today, I just need to make sure this this form is still working before I, like, leave the page. My 1080 runs it like a champ. Well, I have VSync on, and I limit to 60 frames, and so I, I guarantee you... I do that for capture, but I guarantee you that's one of the reasons I haven't had any issues. Um... Because obviously the game could overheat any system. I mean, it's 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 not just that these cards are overheating. It does sound like what Gilly is saying that it isn't properly heat synced. So there's a side of the card that's probably getting disproportionately hot and shutting the dadgum card off. And then you jump right back in, and because there's no heat sinks on it, it's still hot. You know, it's still hot. Okay, it's working. The form is still working. Thank you, um, thank you, Sinos, for assisting there. And there's another one. Thank you, King Keys, 
Thank you guys for those questions. I just want to make sure I didn't mess the form up. Yeah, Greenside, your question came through. I did something after your question came through, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't breaking the form. So thank you for your question as well. Um, we can we can get uh, Q and A pulled up here, and and also we can start recording uh, our session, uh, our our little segments here. Um, now that we got this pulled up, oh, I need to change the rundown though. Hang on a second. So the top is gonna be. Um, let's see. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. There we go. And the second one here is going to be Call of Duty Hires. We'll just put Hires. We'll, we'll chop it a little short. And then down here, we've got uh, New uh, World GPU uh, GPUs uh, GPU issues does that fit? No it does not um, bricks uh, that doesn't fit either <laughs> uh, GPU brick no dang it uh, 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 uh. I guess we'll just put new world GPU I guess. And then down here, we'll put EA Play Live. There you go. Ghost of Tsushima, Call of Duty hires New World GPU and EA Play Live. GPU fail. Yeah, it was be right up against the, the, the end of it. You know, GPU fail might fit, though. Hang on. You might, you might be right, sir. You might be right. Yep. There we go. GPU fail. New world GPU fail. Thank you. Yeah, bricks bricks was too long. Fail fit. Can we get a gifted sub to Menace? Uh gifted we don't have gifted memberships just yet. Uh Greenside with the first question. So Activision hired a hundred people, but they just let go of I don't know the exact amount, but like five hundred employees. Why is this a good thing? Well, I, I should probably tell you the story because it's not Activision. It's one of the studios, right? It's one of the studios that uh, that did this. And so this is likely um, this is likely going to be a uh, this is two month old trailer. Yeah, let's go with this trailer. Um, it's likely going to be related to the fact that they are they are attempting to really invest in Call of Duty. They've got like 10 studios. Now that doesn't mean that people aren't going to get fired, let go, downsized or whatever. Just because you're expanding doesn't mean there's not also going to be uh, you know, pain points. Um, let me let me give you the let me give you the rundown on this. That way you guys can kind of know like why while we're talking about it um uh because if you're gonna submit questions yo menace gifted himself a membership thank you guys so so much if you're a paying member or a new member we greatly appreciate it uh thank you for being here and supporting the channel we really need that membership button and the join button the join button and the join command we need that to just get to worn out just wear it out uh if you can uh we understand not everybody can do a paid membership 
but we greatly appreciate everybody that does. I think we've got some good things on the horizon. We can do some really fun things in the Discord with Battlefield 2042, with Halo Infinite, uh, with with New World. Uh, I actually think there's quite a bit we can do. Um, so make sure if you're a paying member to get in there. Uh, we are we are thrilled at the results lately with some of these new games and everyone's interest. So let me let me give you let me give you the rundown here of what's going on with the Call of Duty 100 hires uh, situation. <clears throat> hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about Call of Duty, one of the studios hiring roughly a hundred people and what does this mean for call of duty going forward if you like these short gaming news videos be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my uploads or check out sntr presents this is sntr shorts presents is where i do my live stream throughout the week so we reported on this recently a couple weeks ago that call of duty is getting a ton of focus from activision they put roughly 12 studios on the franchise given the success of warzone it makes sense they're one of the leading online multiplayer games right now and they're probably making just a ridiculous amount of money so it makes sense to see expansion in some of the studios specifically this one is raven software so this report comes from game rant call of duty warzone developer raven software is growing rapidly as it appears that the studio now has roughly 350 different people employed it seems like labeling call of duty warzone developer raven software as a support studio is no longer accurate based on recent hires the studio that is currently working on call of duty warzone is comprised of roughly 350 developers This is a noticeable change as Raven has never been as large as Treyarch, Infinity Ward, or Call of Duty 2021 developer Sledgehammer Games. Raven has instead assisted with development on numerous Call of Duty titles, which one of the most prominent examples of would be Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Raven was responsible for the campaign in the 2020 game, a story mode that was fairly well received by fans. Beyond that, Raven made Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered a few years back. So they've got some good work under their belt, and so this is probably good news for anybody who enjoyed either the Black Ops Cold War campaign or the Modern Warfare Remaster. Now, more from the report here, given that only 250 developers were listed in the credits that played after Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War campaign, the number becomes even more impressive. Intriguingly, there are still 41 open positions listed on Raven's website, so the studio could end up hitting 400 developers in the near future. As who specifically was hired, there have been some big names. So, they're not done hiring, apparently, They have 41 positions still to fill, and they'll have close to 400 employees. Respawn's lead animator, Manuel Torres-Pineda, was picked up by the developer, as was Far Cry 6 game director Ted Timmons. And finally, Fortnite senior producer William Fine has also joined Raven, likely bringing his expertise on stuff they did with Battle Royale and Fortnite. This is big news if you've been watching how much they're investing in Call of Duty, right? 
this is likely going to be their push to change Warzone. And there's a lot of theories about what they're going to do. Fortnite did an excellent job with live events, changing the map, and updating the game. Something Call of Duty is probably considering long term. How do you keep the game going? How do you update the game, evolve the game, and keep players invested? Ending the report here, overall these hires make sense as Activision is focusing heavily on Call of Duty at the moment. Warzone is specifically important to the publisher, though with every Activision-owned studio supposedly working on the franchise, there should be all kinds of Call of Duty content on the way. We will certainly be covering any kind of announcements that they do, and if I was a fan of Call of Duty Warzone, that would be the most biggest question mark that I would have. Who is going to be taking over? Is it going to continue to be respawn? And are they bringing in all this new hires and new expertise to prepare for what essentially would be Warzone 2 or similar to what they did to Fortnite, massive map changes and live events? As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay, so there you go. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. So it's not it's not just that they're they're hiring new people. It's that you, you, the the company in charge, like Respawn, is I'm sorry, Raven. Raven is is got more people coming in, lots more people, uh, and that could be really really good for Warzone. Yo, Mipsy, renewing their membership. Welcome back. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So hopefully that answered your question, Greenside. We try to do those little segments on the fly when it seems the most fitting. So if you guys are new and you want to submit questions, that's a paid membership thing. If you want to talk in my chat, you just need to be a subscriber. Subscribing is totally free. And I still read chat. I still answer your questions in chat. The paid membership just allows you to put it on the screen. I love Call of Duty campaign, says Bella. The characters are kind of throwaway, but the missions are usually really cool. I mean, they've they've done, I think, a lot of good things with the franchise over the years. It's just a matter of like, um, it's just a matter of do do you want to even play a campaign anymore? And I think a lot of them have decided that no, um, they don't want to. It just, you know, if you look at Battlefield 2042's launch as an example, campaigns are kind of going the way of the Dodo. And I'll tell you why they're going the way of the Dodo in games like Battlefield and Call of Duty. They're going the way of the Dodo because people don't want, developers especially, they don't want to invest a disproportionate of time in something that gets played for such a short amount of time. You know, the thousands of hours they spend on a campaign could be spent on maps, weapons, incentives to play, you know, all sorts of things. Campaigns are still important. Not to them. Arguing on the importance of a campaign is a matter of subjectivity. It could be super important to you. Is it important to these developers and publishers? I don't think so. Why? That's not their focus anymore. They want all power, all resources, all bandwidth focused on the, the the games and the online. When is the event exactly? In two hours, roughly. In approximately two hours, we have a separate stream scheduled. You can watch it here. We're co-streaming. I'll take you with me. It's called Live Redirect. You can come with me to the event, and we'll watch it together. All right? You just got to stay in chat. <laughs> I can see how they would be trouble monetizing single player. 
it's really what it is Bella it's disproportionate okay it would be like uh, you said that gamers didn't want campaigns well a large number of gamers don't want campaigns I'm gonna tell you right now Rage if you polled the people that play Warzone every single day you'd probably be shocked at at how much the landscape has shifted and changed most of the people playing Warzone right now they don't care they don't care about a campaign. That's not, you know. He said, when is it exactly? Well, th- th- I said approximately because we don't have an exact. It Like, they'll go live at like 1 p.m. Eastern, but they're supposed to be like a pre-show. That's why I gave a generic answer. We don't, th- you know how these live events go if you've been here for the past months. They're like, yeah, we're going live at 1230 and they go live at 1230 and then there's a countdown, right? Or they're like, hey, we're going live at 1, and they go live at 12.30, 30 minutes early, and then there's a 30-minute countdown. I can't give you an exact answer because I'm not in the booth. I'm not I'm not in the studio with them. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a jab at you. Didn't you used to argue that one team working on one thing doesn't take away from another team that is working on something else? Yeah, that, that would be called parallel development. You have to understand what I'm saying. I am not saying that this is a good or a bad thing. I'm telling you what the motivations of these businesses are, right? I would prefer a campaign. You guys got to remember who's talking right now. I'm not a PvP guy. I don't like playing PvP anymore. I like shoutcasting it. I'll play PvP for an afternoon. I would prefer a campaign. I was really bummed when Battlefield 2042 said it wasn't going to have a campaign. I am simply communicating to you the prioritization of these companies. They're saying, look... We're going to spend, imagine spending all day making a single cupcake and your kid just wolfs it down. And you're like, man, I spent all day making that. That's a campaign. They spend all this time making it and it's consumed like that. Instead, they could spend all this time investing in the online, the maps, the weapons, the vehicles, the whatever. And then that gets played a, a significant amount of more time. Like what Creature's saying, multiplayer makes millions, campaign makes a couple hundred thousand. It just, it doesn't, it's, it's a disproportionate amount of bandwidth and investment re- related to time that players put in and money that it can make. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm not saying I prefer it. I'm explaining to you the business aspect of this. Th- these companies have shifted their identity. Go to Epic Games right now and ask why there's not consistent campaigns cranked out for Fortnite. What would they say? That's not what we're doing. That's not what makes the money. That's not what that's not what we're building anymore. We're building Fortnite. It's a battle royale with big huge, you know, monster battles and live events and the map updates and Deadpool's in the game and battle pass and V-Bucks, right? That's their focus. You said them working on the campaign could take away from making maps and other content, but I thought in development teams were different. That they that well, Tenor, you're you're taking stuff out of context. Whenever I was talking about Destiny and people would be really angry about the cosmetics, I'm like, the art department can't make more strikes. They were literally hired to make cosmetics, okay? Related to Greenside's question. Recently, a lot of employees were let go, but now they're hiring hundreds of people. Maybe, maybe think about what might be going on there. If suddenly, 
is suddenly Bungie let go of everybody working on the Crucible team and then they went and hired a bunch more people. What do you think is going on there? Well, they're not going to be really focusing on Crucible anymore. They're going to be focusing on seasonal content and, and PvE content, right? More than likely, that's what's happening in some of these situations where there's mass exodus and mass hiring almost at the exact same time. What they're doing is, is they're restructuring. They're saying, all right, we, we, we're, we're restructuring our business model, right? Um, so, in, in, in my mind, in my mind, you're taking an argument that I used to make when people would get really angry about, like, if Bungie would just stop making cosmetics, they could give us more strikes. And I'm like, you're literally asking somebody who was hired in the art department to build strikes. That's not what they were hired for. Call of Duty is a little bit different because they are fully backing the the idea, it seems, of Warzone and other Call of Duty, you know, properties very soon. They got like 10 studios on it, and they're expanding the studio that's in charge of Warzone. Wasn't trying to take it out of context. I know what you meant back then in general idea, different development teams, what I was asking about. Right. What I was explaining was that in this in this situation, the the developers or whoever's in charge, this is what they're saying. They're saying, this is our focus. If we've got people pouring thousands of hours and they're on staff, and these are these are billable hours, they're on staff building a campaign, and the campaign gets engaged with for about a week, that is a misuse of company resources and bandwidth. Right? If that happens, then what do they do? Restructure. Now, if someone's working on a campaign, they could probably work on elements of the multiplayer. Why? Some of them could be working on weapon design, map design, um, enemy behavior, AI behavior, vehicle mechanics. That could maybe come over to the multiplayer. Maybe not. Maybe they get let go because they were in charge of writing the scripts and they're like, we don't need that anymore. Your department's being downsized. We need like two script writers instead of ten. Okay. So that reallocation is very different than when I would traditionally say what I what, what you quoted. I would say, like, getting angry. That would be like getting angry at Call of Duty and being like, well, they keep cranking out gun skins, but they can't balance the weapons. It's like the people making the gun skins aren't in charge of balancing the weapons. It's not like you could yank an artist off of making a diamond, you know, snake skin for an SMG and be like, hey, can you work in the balancing department and help the weapon sandbox team? Like, there are different departments. Yes, what these companies have been doing and I believe what Activision is doing is they're saying, all hands on deck, Warzone's the winner, this is the future, get your teams and your companies in line. Downsize the departments that don't contribute to this and increase the departments that do. That's their goal. That's their vision. TJ Rage with the five spot. This company should ban Call of Duty. Who also wants to see that? I... I watched a guy last night read mean comments and he read one that just didn't make sense and I what you just wrote doesn't even make any sense. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> Soon cheating will overrun PvP games, especially with AI ML here. Uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning. Investing in PvP may soon have to be invested less and PvE makes a comeback. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No. 
I don't think cheating is a threat to any of these companies' bottom line or on longevity. Not long term. No. They'll always deal with it. They'll always be banning people. This is always going to be a struggle. But no, I don't think so. They're doubling. They're doubling down. They're doubling down. That dad whistle made me think my dad was calling. That is the dad whistle. I use that when we're walking. I'm like, and like I wave him back. I'm not doing it really loud right now. I like waving back. And I'm like, come on, come back. Yeah, that was the dad whistle. <laughs> I love that you heard that it was the dad whistle. <laughs> uh, if games die within a couple of months and the people won't get their value for the next game, you'll probably lose thousands for not having a campaign. No, no. No. It, 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 that's that's like saying that if your business if if your if your restaurant wasn't successful, you lost thousands because you didn't have this menu item. There's no way to know that. There's no way to know that that was the cause of a of the rise or failure of a game. Most of the time a game fails to capture an audience because it doesn't have because the product's not good. It has nothing to do with like not having a campaign. A campaign doesn't capture and keep an audience. People play it and put it down. That's not what these companies are interested in. They are interested. Listen, whether you like it or not, live service is here. And they want you playing now and in four months. And a campaign doesn't necessarily get you there. Now, it might in the right game and delivered in the right way. Assassin's Creed Infinite, New World with its MMO, the campaign and the story is like lightly peppered in there. Okay? But... Their goal is, and that's not every company, like Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok. Like, there are big story-driven narrative games that are going to come out, you're going to play it, you're going to put it down, and that's the end of it. But you're talking about two completely different goals, okay? You're talking about the difference between Netflix and the DVD that you can buy at Target, Different aims, different margins, different goals. One is a one-off purchase. You buy the DVD, yay. You take it home, you watch it. You buy the collector set of Downton Abbey or whatever the frick, and you take it home and you watch it, okay? Netflix, it's a completely different offering. Netflix wants you coming back, staying subscribed, coming back, staying subscribed. Some of these games, their goal and what they want to do is deliver a live service game. So you boot it up, you play, you get invested, you got your character, you got your urn, you got your battle pass, you got your skins, you got your XP, you got wherever your level is, and they want you playing in three or four months. How they get you to do that is completely different than how somebody gets you to buy, play, and enjoy Horizon Forbidden West. The issue is, and this is something that you're going to struggle with, I struggle with it, we grew up at a time where we got both. We grew up at a time where we got both. We bought a Call of Duty, and we got an awesome campaign, and we got multiplayer with logos and prestiging and challenges and unlocks so I could play the campaign. Yeah, and then I could kick over to Call of Duty's multiplayer and play it for months on end with my buds. That era is leaving. That era is leaving. When you get a chance... Uh, back in the Discord. Yeah, I saw what you posted, Weez. I now understand why you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Why, why Diablo 4 could be in bad shape. <laughs> Diablo 2 Resurrected will be the last good Blizzard product, you know? I, I get where you were coming from now. It's bad. It's bad. It's real bad, Wheeze. And, um... I hope, like I said this morning, I hope more companies get investigated and more companies start to get and and more bad people get exposed. That's what I hope comes from this. I hope this is just the beginning. Um, Yeah. Because then I won't have to do it. That era is over. It is. That era is over. I think the era of buying a game for $60 getting an amazing campaign and then a super robust and thoughtful and substantive, you know, multiplayer, that era's gone. Like, look at Halo Infinite as an example. They're not even charging people to play the multiplayer. You know what? You want to know what Halo Infinite's multiplayer is? It's a funnel for Game Pass. That's what it is. Why? Why would it be a funnel for Game Pass, Lono? Because if you get invested and your character's dope and you think it's awesome and you want to play the main story of Halo Infinite or you want to play some DLC, some story, some narrative expansion that they come out with three or four months from now, you're going to need Game Pass to do it. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is free, completely free. You want to play the campaign, buy the game, or get Game Pass. That Halo Infinite multiplayer is an arm of Microsoft, a funnel, get people in the Game Pass. They're not selling you a game with a full campaign and with multiplayer. They're using the multiplayer to get you over here. They want you to either buy Infinite or get on Game Pass. Both benefits 343. That's what multiplayer is being used for. Free to play PvP model. Why? Fill the funnel, make money. That's it. Fill the funnel, make money. The idea of like charging for a game, 60 or $70, and it's got like a 12-hour campaign that's awesome with professional voice actors and celebrity cameos, and then you got this really awesome, thoughtful, substantive multiplayer with ranked and unranked and long-tail incentives, so you're playing for months on end, that's gone. That's not happening anymore. They want you to dive in for free, have a ball, get invested, and come back. That's how they make money from you. Sinos with the next question. How long until you think Activision abandons the annual release and switches all dev time over to Warzone? I don't think they're switching all dev time over to Warzone. I think Raven just got expanded to bulk up for big changes to Warzone. I think the other studios are working on other projects. <clears throat> Behamby says, guess what? You're freaking awesome. That's all. Thank you. I think the other studios are working on other projects. I think I think Raven just expanded because I believe Warzone will go through a tectonic change and shift to make, oh my gosh, Warzone, they blew the map up. They did this. Oh, this happened. I, I think that's what they want. I think that I'll probably, they're probably gearing up for that to be like probably next year. And then the other studios are probably working on other projects. US console and PC guys. Uh, pale in comparison to how much the mobile markets make. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mobile is huge. If you're just tuning in, guys, <clears throat> we will be watching EA play live together. Be sure to chime in on the poll if you haven't yet. 923 votes. What are you hoping to see more of an EA play live? If you become a subscriber, which is free, you can talk in my chat. Monday through Friday, I do a talk show like this and I do gameplay in the afternoon. No gameplay today because of EA Play Live. That's in the afternoon. 
You can watch it here with me. We're going to co-stream it. Okay? Tomorrow in the afternoon, From Friday returns. More Dark Souls. Every Friday, we're, we're going to be chiseling away at a From Software game before I lose my sanity or break a controller. Whichever happens first. So make sure you're here Monday through Friday. I'm a safer-work broadcaster. People treat me like gaming radio. They throw me onto the background. If you subscribe to this channel, you get a daily talk show in the morning, gameplay in the afternoon, and a really short upload in the evening to let you know what's coming the next day. So thank you for being here, and thank you for clicking subscribe. Wait, if you buy Infinite, you don't get PvP unless you join Game Pass? No, you completely misunderstood what I said. Halo Infinite multiplayer is 100% free. No dollars spent, no Game Pass required. Halo Infinite's campaign, you need to either buy the game or be on Game Pass. So what they're trying to do is fill that PvP funnel totally free. Anybody with a Microsoft platform device can play Halo Infinite multiplayer. Your character that you play on and you invest in in the multiplayer, according to Joseph Staten, they have goals for that to play a significant role long term for you. I believe Master Chief will take a back seat and your character will be who you play as in upcoming seasons, releases, and story narrative of evolutions and you become invested in that character. When that happens, if you want to play the campaign or the new campaign experiences with your character from PvP, you will need to spend money because that'll be over on the Game Pass only narrative campaign side. PvP is free. Everything else will be behind either Game Pass or Purchase. That's I think that's their that's their goal with Halo Infinite. It's it's freaking brilliant. It actually is brilliant because they know the main sticking power, the main draw for Halo is the PvP. They're not going to get people to suddenly start caring about Master Chief. You know, the faithful will care. Everybody else will be like, who gives a rip? And then what they're going to try to do is get you to blend those two experiences together and interweave them where your character that you're playing as and investing in in PvP becomes your character. And that is the trick. How do they get you to let go of Master Chief and play and and become invested? That's how they do it. It's 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 it, it, I'm I'm telling you, it, it, there's a level of brilliance to it. There's a level of brilliance to it. It's like, wow, you get everything when you buy the game. What? Well, right? You you don't you don't need to worry about about the split if you buy it. But you have to understand something. There will be millions of people that play Halo Infinite multiplayer and don't buy the game. They're just going to dive in and try it out. Millions. And it's a numbers game. If you get millions of people to try your game and a percentage of those think it's dope, become invested and start buying your battle pass. Why? Well, because the battle pass stays with them. If they miss the battle pass from season one and they jump in in season three, they can go back and get battle pass season one if they want and get all the things from it. No FOMO. No fear of missing out. That's what FOMO stands for. And then they might become invested enough to play the campaign or be concerned about the new story experiences. Why? Because they're invested in their character. How'd you get him in the door? Zero dollars. This is how you got him in the door. It's, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's so, it's so smart. It's so smart because if, 
if you want to survive the landscape right now in the PvP realm, you have to figure out how to make money. It's not about can you make a good PvP experience and can you get people to play? Nope. That's not the question. The question is how do you make money? Because Battlefield is probably the only game that they're going to be able to do and charge money for for a multiplayer game. You think some brand new IP? You think Tom Clancy's X Defiant is going to be able to charge money to play their game? <laughs> no! They might have to pay people just to play it. <laughs> but, but that's beside the point. You, if you're going to enter this landscape, it's the expectation is better to be free Battlefield is going to be the exception we're going to look back in like 5 years and be like that was like the last game to do it boy oh boy were they brave and Battlefield for me is still a question mark you may get 3 or 4 months in and they're going to have to completely change their, their, their pricing structure because if not they're not going to have a player base just my opinion but no campaign I know by oh no there's there, oh there's a lot of people like you there is a measurable amount of consumers just like you that are like, there's no campaign, I'm good. I'm not paying 70 to $120 for Battlefield if there's no campaign. There's a lot of people that are going to say exactly that. But there's a lot more people that are like, nah, it's good. I'm good. I just want multiplayer. I'll play X Defiant. People are being too hard on it, I think. I'm, I, I made this prediction the other day. I think X Defiant is going to be that weird like hunchback game that just somehow becomes charming and endearing enough to I'm telling you there's something there (laughs) despite all odds I feel like X Defiant is going to be like this weird sleeper hit Patrick Davis with a $5 tip I wonder if Gears of War multiplayer will be free to play Ah, that's a really good question Patrick yeah 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 Not really sure this news will be here, but it's still gaming news. Konami is replacing PES with free-to-play eFootball. There you go. There you go. X Defiant looked like a decent shooter. I I don't know. <laughs> it's going to come out with free Halo multiplayer with a new Battlefield and new Call of Duty already saturated. They need to delay it, Wheeze. If they have it, if it launches in like the January to March time frame, they have a chance. Yeah, if they launch around Halo and Battlefield and Call of Duty, why even bother? They need to wait. They're going to pull a Titanfall 2 is what they're going to do. It'll be dead on arrival. Titanfall 2 was amazing and its multiplayer was dead on arrival because they sandwiched it in with two Leviathans. They need to kick that all the way to first quarter of next year. XD looks like what it is, the next cheap Call of Duty knockoff. And here's the thing, here's the thing. With the Tom Clancy name and pulling elements from other Tom Clancy games, I'm telling you, that desire to have something that's more smaller and stripped down like Call of Duty, I don't know. It could be like this strange sleeper hit. It has such a negative response, it's almost comical. Tom Clancy fans hate it, Ubisoft fans hate it. And Wheezy, that's why I think it has a chance. I'm, I'm serious. That's why it has a chance. If it was complete, 
white noise no one cared didn't measure on the Richter scale it would be a non-starter the fact that it's attracting so much hate and so much ridicule it's getting memed on well now it has a chance there's a difference okay you either want you either want loving loyalty or fiery hate in the middle indifference that's the true death of a game the true death of a game is indifference like I don't care about that game at all what game is that you know fiery hate do you know I'm gonna tell you right now what's gonna happen all these people are like I hate it it looks like absolute garbage it's trash burn it um are you gonna play it well of course I'm gonna play it (laughs) of course I'm gonna play it why because I have to know I have to know how bad is this game Remember that guy's comment yesterday? Lord have mercy, what an absolute trash of a game that nobody asked for. It motivates... There's people are so angry about that game, and that's why it has a chance. If people were indifferent, and they're like, what the frick crap game is this? And we weren't talking about it anymore? eh, It wouldn't have a chance. It has a chance because people hate it. I have to I have to know for myself. I have to know how bad it is. <laughs> Do you see the difference, Wheeze? The difference is this. Lawbreakers, market, 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 hype, 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 all these content creators, oh it's so awesome, bruh. Ha ha ha. And then the game fails and everyone's indifferent and no one gives a crap and it's dead in the water. X Defiant makes everybody angry and they're downvoting and they're furious and they're memeing it. Do you know what to know you want to know what that means? They're emotionally invested now. They're emotionally invested. They're gonna play it. And if it's good, they'll be like, think about how easy it is to win somebody over when they think a game's gonna be bad. You just have to be relatively okay. And people are like, you know what? This isn't as garbage as I thought it was going to be. Have you, have you ever gone, right? Have you, have you ever gone to a restaurant and be like, this place is going to be an absolute pile of garbage. And then the food is okay. And you're like, well, what a pleasant surprise. You know, you expect there to be like rats in your food. And you're like, this actually wasn't so bad. If they go in with their expectations in the garbage they're more likely to be like, you know what? This actually isn't so bad. We thought this was going to be literal garbage, trash, take it or leave. No, it's actually pretty good. I mean, look at what happened with New World. How many of us booted up New World expecting like, it's an Amazon game, it's going to be trash, it's going to be terrible, and after about an hour, we're like, you know, this isn't this isn't so bad. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is, New World is not amazing. It's not blowing my hair back. It's not some otherworldly, brand new, pioneer, a crazy innovative game. It's just a pretty approachable, decent MMO. But because I went in sort of like, yeah, I don't know, bro, uh, this might be bad, it ended up being good. The, 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 in, the, the inverse could happen for X Defiance. Hype, hype, hype. Expectations in the stratosphere. And you boot it up, and you're way more likely to be like, this is boring, this is lame, this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. 
If you already hate the game when it hasn't even launched yet, it can only go up from there. It's already hated. (laughs) It's already hated. And that's why I think it has a chance to be a sleeper hit. Because it can only go up from here. You know? At worst, a bunch of people will boot up and play it and be like, this is exactly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Or they boot up and play it and they're like, this is actually kind of fun. You guys want to play some more? <laughs> I actually felt bored watching people play New World. Oh, I mean, I watching someone play an MMO, I don't, I don't know how you could ever get a whole lot of enjoyment from it. It's oh, why, Not much is happening. You know what I mean? Not much is happening. If you guys are enjoying the show, the ranting and the yelling and the screaming, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my streams throughout the week. I do a talk show in the mornings and I do a gameplay in the afternoons. This afternoon, no gameplay. We will be co-streaming the EA Play Play live event. So be sure that you are here for that. Take our poll in chat if you're wanting to say what you're looking forward to the most. And uh, obviously, you can see at the top there, Battlefield winning winning i was bored out of my mind all right here, here's what i'm gonna say to you guys i am marvel with the red badge was able to get some work done though i was thinking of what we could do <laughs> this is what i think we're gonna do with um with new world okay i don't think i'll be able to play it enough to make any progress but what i think we can do is just fish every stream <laughs> i'm kidding I'm kidding. I actually do have some really creative ideas and things I want to do in New World, and uh, I, I hope we can pull it off. I really, really do. I actually am not going to give away any of my ideas because people watch the stream and they steal them. Uh, so we're, I'm not going to give away any of my ideas anymore. I'm just going to do those ideas and see how it go. Yeah, and see how it goes. <laughs> Oh man, I'm not going to give you free ideas for your game or for your your channel. <laughs> A small tadpole stream when Oh, that was so Why was that tadpole so big? It doesn't even make any sense. The tadpole was larger than the large salmon. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you could make an MMO stream entertaining. Oh, I, I, we, we had a ball. We had a ball yesterday. We had fun. <laughs> we had so much fun with it. And I literally was fishing. <laughs> uh, now, now I, I, I think I could make it more entertaining than I did because I was commentating more on the mechanics of like, how is this going to work? How long is it going to take? Do we need bait? Do we need this? Do we need that? No, 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 no. I think we can do I think we can do some fun stuff. Yo, my man Yixels. Hey Lono and chat. Love you all. You're having an awesome day. Yixels, you've not been here to do your five spot tip in Super Chat. You owe me like three hundred dollars. Like where have you been? <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. If anybody wants to pay Yixels tab, uh, feel free though. He he was coming in for the longest time and doing a five spot every day. Well, he pays a little bit more because I believe it's New Zealand money, so it's it's you know half of the, half of it's like monopoly money. So the inflation yeah, conversion, it's like seven eighteen, but it's actually a five spot. Uh, thanks for being here, Yixels. <laughs> um, 
New World looks really good, but I was hoping to hate it, but man, it's good. I know, right? I know, right? But wait, there's more. Link your EA to this and earn the Jumpster Weapon Charm. Man, YouTube's got to get on that. We need drops. They need to They need to get on that. Oh, come on. It felt like when you're at the at a bar and you make up a random game trying to throw a pretzel into a glass by bouncing it off the wall. Like, it's absurd, but you're all about it. Perfect reaction to the tadpole. <laughs> Here's me going for the tadpole. Let me see here. Let me see. Got it! I got a... Tadpole? <laughs> <laughs> I was so into it. I was like, yes, yes, I've got it. It's a tadpole. <laughs> you talked about the GPU fail yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. We should talk about that. Um, Yeah, yeah. Amazon's responded and apparently it's not. It's not just, uh, it's not, it's not just New World, and, uh, yeah, let, let, we should probably, let's just do that one now, let's just do that one now, um, cause people are blaming New World, it's, it's, it's a combination of things, it's a combination of things, um, it's not just New World, um, let me, let me explain, alright, let me explain here. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's about the claims that New World is frying GPUs or 3090s. If you're watching this on the Shorts channel, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. If you want to get a consistent flow of gaming news videos or head over to SNTR Presents where I do my live streams every day. And I was live streaming this game and I've been enjoying it. New World, if you haven't seen my first impressions video, it's on this Shorts channel. Uh, or you could just come in and watch me live and pick my brain. But I was very pleasantly surprised about this game. But some people were not pleasantly surprised when it was allegedly frying their 3090 GPUs, their graphics cards, overheating to the point of bricking or breaking and no longer working and responding. Okay. So, PC Gamer reported on this, and an Amazon customer service rep actually has acknowledged the issue, and so has New World. This was the quote. NVIDIA RTX 3090 series and 100% GPU usage was the name of the forum post where they responded, and they said the developer recommends turning off the overrides in the driver settings, but the only specific instruction given is to set max frame rate to off in the NVIDIA control panel and rely on the in-game frame rate limiting option so what they're thinking here is is that the game is allowing untapped frame rates to go so high and to spike to such numbers that the card is overheating now this isn't new to anybody who has ever you know taken their graphics card or their pc or their cpu and overclocked it this isn't like a new thing you can take your hardware to the breaking point but typically the hardware protects itself and it shuts off So something else is going on here. The intrinsic hardware issue with the 3090s has been reported on by other YouTubers and news outlets, and it's largely gone unnoticed. The device itself 
doesn't apparently have proper heat sinks on the back of it and that is causing it to overheat and likely then stay too hot so that when people go to boot the game back up the next time it's so hot that it fries the card before it has an opportunity to shut itself down typically when a card or a piece of hardware gets too hot your your computer shuts down by the time it's back up and running it has adequately cooled down so that if you do it again it either happens a little bit quicker or again it still has time to trigger the alert the warning the internal temperature alarm goes off and it shuts down it seems that this hardware the actual cards themselves have a a defect in their design that's causing this to happen it's not just new world it's not necessarily new world's fault but it's the catalyst to exposing something that apparently has been laden within the game you know i'm sorry laden within the card so it's not new world really to blame it's something that is actually designed in the card and this is just a game that has something within itself that allows it to happen So the reports came in on the New World subreddit and slowly started to get traction. More and more people were reporting that their GPUs were bricking. Not just like, oh, my computer shut off, what's going on? But they'd go to boot back up and then the card would just be fried and not work. So if you are playing on a 3090 at this point in time, their official recommendation is to cap the frames at 60 and not let it go into uncapped frame land, which is essentially what is happening. Now, I cap frames and run VSync because I'm going through a capture card. That tends to give me a much cleaner capture, so I'm not in any danger. I'm also running on a 2080 Ti. This seems to, again, be an intrinsic mechanical defect within the design of the 3090 cards. There are now reports of it happening to other video cards, so just be careful. Either don't play the game or limit your frames to avoid the overheating issue. As always, if you are enjoying these short videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And if you're here in the live audience, don't go anywhere, because we're not done. I was just recording a little segment for my other channel. I tell you what, the... Um do 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 I don't know if we need to do the Ghost of Tsushima one. I don't like doing these. It's just me reacting to the trailer. Um, I think we're gonna skip that one. We'll just do we'll just do two today. I don't I don't want to do that one. I I don't know. They don't I don't know how well do they do creature. Are they worth doing? I always feel like I don't I don't ever feel like I like them. Life is great with a five dollar tip says Yixels tab. Thank you thank you thank you thank you. All right. I've got more questions lined up here. If you're a paying member, submit questions and they'll be next in the queue. When I get back, I'll go to the next question and answer it. More coming on the way. More EA Play. Obviously, we'll be co-streaming that, so don't go anywhere if you want to see it. Vote in our chat. What are you looking forward to during EA Play? And I'll be right back. You might see some ads. Consider becoming a member if you want to take part in Q&A or just to support the channel in general because we don't do a lot of ad runs and and the memberships really help to make up for the fact that we do not do much ad running on the channel. All right, I'll be right back.
Dauntless Gaming is calling you guys out. 400 plus watching, 1,000 votes on the poll, only 370 likes. The numbers don't compute, chat. Yeah, come on, chat. Let's, let's right now, simultaneously shoot for, uh, let's just shoot for 500, okay? Let's do it. Shoot all the way up. Uh, what do I do is just take the scheduled stream and copy it to this one and sit tight. Not sure changing will help. Things that is. What are you talking about? We're fine. I don't understand what you're saying, Creech. We'll, we'll, we're, we're switching like we'll, we'll switch like an hour. I don't, I, I don't, we're not on the same page, I don't think. I'm not understanding what you're, you're DMing me about. Uh, let's go to the next question. King Keys. What would make EA Play palatable to those who already had Xbox Game Pass or a PlayStation subscription? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, EA Play gives... I don't know. EA Play gives discounts on EA games, doesn't it? I mean, but with Game Pass... It kind of makes it like, why? what does it matter? Do you know what I mean? It's irresponsible to make claims like those yesterday when a simple Google search reveals those cards have been having that issue since launch. Right. Um, I'm saying I don't think the Switch... No, we, we're switching. No, because I want to be able to have a... I, I won't have a podcast to download and upload if we don't switch because we'll end up with a seven-hour stream. I don't want to do that. Um, I like having it... I also like having it broken up, creatures, so if, like, if some stupid music plays during the live stream, the whole thing doesn't get demonetized. Uh, the cheap part of EA Play is it's part of Game Pass. Right, right. I understand it's it's six to one half a dozen the other creature. Like, just keep cruising, just keep going, but I think there's something to be said for the velocity of a new stream and the, you know, the cleanness of any copyright stuff that hits. And then this is a clean download for later for the podcast instead of because if not I'll have the the back half of the stream will be being silent you know for a bunch of it um the big EA play was new releases is 15 bucks right I think EA play being able to get like that's what it is right you get the games early isn't that the reason to have it instead of game pass like what would be the reason right now to have EA play since it is, so much of it is baked into Game Pass, isn't it? Like, do you even need EA Play if you have Game Pass? Redirect didn't work great yesterday. It's been working really, really well. I don't know why it didn't work as well uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, I don't know. You mean EA Play Pro? Oh, that's like the pricier one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So big boy EA play is you can play Battlefield 2042 nonstop. It helps. Okay. So if I have Game Pass, you already get EA play, but yes, you do get discounts on games that are not in EA play. The cheap EA play is 10 hours of new releases. Okay. Zubair has a theory on why dir- redirect hath forsaken forsaken us. Really? <laughs> EA Play will have their own deals and offers. Not everything on EA Play 
is on Game Pass. Huh. So it's it's if you want literally every possible square inch of it, then you would want both. But most people are probably going to be like, you don't need both. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've stumped Lono. You have. I'm well because I'm not going to sit here and try and convince people to get to, to get both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to sit here and try and convince people to get both. Uh, I. I, I like Game Pass. I had EA Play for a while, and I think I canceled it because I started to realize it didn't. I wasn't using it. I, you know, like what was the point? Um, so uh, we're getting a really, really high search percentage today. So if you're landing in the stream looking for EA Play Live, we will be co-streaming it on this channel. Okay, so hang with me. Don't go anywhere if you're looking for that. Right now, we're doing a segment we do every day, live Q&A with the audience. Uh, if you want to talk in my chat or take my poll, hit subscribe. That is totally free. If you want your, your question to show up on screen, you need to be a paying member. Uh, but some channels do Q&A where you have to like pay for every question in Super Chat. This is, you become a member and you can submit questions every single day I'm doing a stream. So, rather than make you pay for each individual question, we feel like this is a better format. Now, I still read your chat if you're not a paying member, but this is basically a spreadsheet that we're displaying. Like, it hits a spreadsheet and we make it look real clean. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's not something we're going to let just any drive-by person like throw a question on our spreadsheet. Um, uh, so... Uh, Dallas just posted this EA play play new releases up to 10 days before launch for up to 10 hours if you go with EA play pro you can play EA play new releases up to um, 10 days before launch unlimited access all of the latest games is also unlimited on the pro and then the regular play exclusive in game rewards member only content 10% off origin purchases um Included in Game Pass Ultimate, the normal EA is included in Game Pass Ultimate, not just regular Game Pass. So it sounds like if you want EA Play and Game Pass, you would do Game Pass Ultimate, or you might do, ouch, you might do Game Pass and then do EA Play Pro, just depending on what you you know, what you're looking for. If you want to play, if you want to play those games, um you know, that early, you know, 10 days in advance. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Toaster says, with all of the microtransactions and minimal graphical updates every year, do you think EA will start to move its sports games to free to play? Given that they already have, as you're saying, like the microtransactions, they already have the internal monetary subsidization built in. They're already sort of built for free to play. They are. Um, the idea that, uh, you know, paying full price for games like that that are just riddled with the micro spending and some would argue, you know, the gambling elements. I think there might be some concern where if there is no purchase barrier between you and the and the game. Like imagine if Fortnite had some of the some of the some of the and I say quote unquote gambling elements in it. 
Okay. Imagine you could spend money in Fortnite on packs that could make you stronger, better, faster, or whatever when you play the Battle Royale. Well, there is no purchase barrier between you and that game. You just download it and bam, you're off to the races. And if that account is already set up with some measure of credit card attached to it or whatever, somebody might say, well, that's a free-to-play game. There should be there should be barriers between that and those purchases and the and the as I said quote unquote gambling I'm not interested in having a debate about whether or not it's gambling but th- they're already built for it so if EA shifts to making a lot of those games free to play it wouldn't surprise me at all I would think they're going to hold on as long as they can because they're ridiculously popular games the, the, the number of copies sold of like a Madden or a 2K game in addition to all the microtransactions suddenly not charging that initial $60 purchase I mean we're talking about millions of dollars maybe even higher that they would be just for for the sake of not doing it they'd be like yeah we're not you know we're not charging anymore it's free to play game um that would be a potential you know mistake to, to not to not take that money because there's a lot to be said for if you've got a if you've got a willing consumer base buying the game at full price and then also spending on micros why why would you suddenly cut off the revenue stream of uh you know of the full price purchasers they're they're plenty willing uh, to spend money in both places so I would think I, I wouldn't surprise me if they did it but I wouldn't expect it to happen anytime soon. The only way it's going to happen is if they do like market research that shows they can make more money by making the games free. That'd be the only reason to change. If 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 you remove the price barrier and the market research and the projected money, the projected sales on microtransactions looks more lucrative and more promising, then they would switch and change. They would say all of our sports games now when they launch will be free to play. I could see them going to a season pass format because that would work really, really well in a sports game. Having events, cosmetics, earnable earnable packs, earnable players, earnable whatevers. And then you would you would essentially get most of your loyal fans would buy those season passes. And by the time they've all bought their season passes, you probably made your 60. And in addition to that, you may have made a ton more money. Why? Well, because you filled your funnel with free-to-play players that are like, oh, that season pass isn't so bad. It's only $10. And look at all the cool stuff I get. As long as I play, as long as I'm working on my roster and my team and my team season and playing games, I'm going to be moving along and unlocking all that stuff. The game is the season pass. You buy a new one each season. That's exactly right. But they might do research that indicates they could make more money with free-to-play and three seasons a year. You know? Because once people get a taste for spending money in a game, they're more likely to spend money in that game. Like, once people are buying that season pass, once people are working on a season pass, they might be more likely to buy a card pack here and there, and they weren't going to originally. They're like, well, I spent $60 on the game. I'm not going to buy a card pack. The whales in those games generate the largest portion of the revenue, I would imagine. But if you can convert a bunch of non-spenders into spenders, that is a ridiculous amount of money. Any hope for a Star Wars announcement? I'm pretty sure they have dispelled any notion that we'll hear about Star Wars. They're like, no, you're not going to, because there's a lot of people that are hoping they do. 
like a Jedi Fallen Order 2 trailer or something, I, you know, or Star Wars Visions. Yeah, that's, they've essentially said that's not going to happen. So, the, the poll has done exceptionally well today. Over 1,000 votes on the poll in chat. What are you hoping to see more of? Battlefield has won with 55% of the vote. Uh, Dead Space at 25%, and then Apex Legends at 16 Sports Ball didn't even register. That's not surprising. Most of this audience does not play sports games. A lot of you tend to uh, be pretty critical of sports games. So, it's not surprising at all. <clears throat> Anybody here play Mutt? I stick to franchise, so I can't speak how Mutt is structured or monetized. What's Mutt? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, Grant. Sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. We're going to watch EA play live together here on this channel. If you want to watch it, stick around. But we, um, we, we have it on good authority, EA, that there will be no Star Wars. Now, they could say that and then surprise us with a teaser, but I, I don't know if they would do that. Um, Madden Ultimate Team, their card buying collection mode. Oh, I don't know. I need to find that Kickstarter for the um, that Assassin's Creed game that I like so much. You can buy sets of them on Etsy, but I, I think, was that an official Kickstarter? Was that, like, officially sanctioned by Ubisoft? I would love to, to, to donate, like, the highest amount and get the amazing sets whenever it launches. I loved that game. I'd love to play that, um, that game. My wife and I like two-player board games. That'd be a fun one. So... Uh, top reply with the next question do you think Apex can recapture its high ranking lobbies from cheaters or for online games is it going to be a constant battle to be quite honest with you I, I don't at this point I don't know how you how you combat cheaters without I, I don't know what else some of these companies could do I don't want to say they're doing the best that they can but Imagine spending lots of time, energy, and resources making a game and then suddenly having that game's community turn on you and say, you don't care about us, you don't care about the game, you're not spending enough time, resources, and energy stopping cheaters. And it's like, man, we didn't set out to have so much time and energy and resources spent on fighting cheaters and now we... we, Now we're... now, Now we're sitting here having to devote resources to that? Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do anything with that. Yo, Lono guy, how's your investigation going? Everyone's afraid of. I love having all the cards and you thinking that I don't. That's all you get from me right now. That's as much attention as you're gonna get. Uh, with cheating, there's an economy of cheating, right? People make money cheating. People make money selling cheats. So it's like, how do you get rid of it? When there is a monetary motivation that goes beyond just somebody being like, oh, I want to cheat in a video game. You see, like, that's that's an issue. It's, it's so much bigger than just, like, people that are bad at the game want to cheat. There is a, there's a, there is a, there is a fully functioning and flourishing economy of cheating is huge millions of dollars so you you as a company have to be prepared to attack this from like three different angles 
You have to try to shut down the cheating companies and the distribution of them. You have to try to have software that's consistently updating to detecting the cheats. And then, this is the real kicker that most of these companies fail at. You have to have some measure in place to keep people from getting back in. Of those three things, step one, go after the cheat companies. A lot of these guys have done so, and they've gotten the cheat distribution shut down. Have technology to detect and ban people for cheating. A lot of these companies have that in place. It's the third one that people are struggling with. How do you keep them out? How do you keep them out? They, they're, they're always, that's, that's the biggest, they keep coming back in. When Call of Duty is banned over half a million accounts for cheating, they just keep coming back in. If you could figure out how to minimize, let's say 25%. If you could figure out how to minimize just 25% of the cheaters coming back in, you would make an impact on how often people run into them and how often cheats show up in your game. Just 25%. That's all you need to do. Just try to keep 25% from jumping back in. And I don't even think they managed to do that. When the cheat cheat software runs at ring zero to to bypass anti-cheat and spoof hardware IDs, it's pretty hard to combat. That and and everybody fights against that and thinks that like Big Brother is spying on them. So that that doesn't you know that doesn't necessarily solve the problem because people fight against it or won't install it or don't want to install it or get everybody up in arms and they create all these phantom fears about it. And it's like, you know how many anti-cheats you've installed that run that run at that at that level? Come on. Come on. Every game purchase they send an anti-cheat badger. That might actually work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why haven't these companies lobbied to make cheat sales really risky legally? Well, this is the challenge, Zubair. The internet, so much of the internet's not regulated, right? So, everything that's happened on Twitter. Well, Twitter is anticipating legislation coming down to regulate what happens on Twitter because as some of the CEOs of some of the biggest tech companies in the world referred to Twitter as Digital Thunderdome. Like, it's just unregulated. It's like Mad Max in digital form, right? And so, the the issue with trying to legislate shutting down cheating is it's on the internet, so how do you regulate that? Where's the cheating housed? Where's the company housed? Is it housed in America? Is it housed in Japan? Is it housed in China? Is it housed in uh, South America, Africa? Where? Where are the service space? Where's the company? Well, where's the money held? How do you how do you uh, how do you legislate that? Right. So the, the, and and that's the issue. Is like wh- wh- you, who are you gonna who are you gonna get to regulate this and how are you gonna regulate it? They don't want to have the government of the United States of America deciding they want to take a slice of their money pie. Well, there's that too. I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at this. Number one, right now, we are on the front of the wave. And that wave is crashing down on certain things, right? 
your sense of safety and security on the internet is just is is there's all kind of things happening that have put that into jeopardy you've got companies that are that are selling your information you have people that try to find you or won't leave you alone or harass you you have um you, you have people that try to mobilize to hurt like what happened with that uh that chair company recently that chair company that whoever was in charge of their social media puts out a joke about male male and female streamers and people treated it as if they went out in the street and executed somebody they couldn't believe it the joke was so offensive so what happens the internet mobilizes goes for the throat and then that the person that sent out that image got fired right like that's where we are now we're on the front of the wave it just can come crashing in on anything whether it's cheating in a video game or cancel culture or harassment or dosing or getting your internet shut off by somebody like dosing doxing you've got companies selling your information because information is the most valuable currency in the world so that how do you legislate all this having people agree to an absurdly long TOS and then using that TOS to do whatever you want with their account whenever they want it, none of us none of us regulated no no, no they don't answer, no they don't answer anybody yeah you agree to our TOS we can do whatever we want we can sell your info we can do this we can do that the only thing that is currently regulated consistently on the internet is financial stuff if, you, if you're going to take a payment with a credit card, if you're going to have anything with financial, whether you're PayPal or a bank or you're receiving payment on your, uh, on your website, that's the only thing that's like very consistently regulated, and that's because of financial fraud. If there's money involved, the government's going to stick their nose in there and make sure people are on the up and up that's like the only part of the internet that that is heavily and consistently regulated this is this is why setting up and taking payments and stuff there's all sorts of things you have to do payment processing is like a big industry because of that they'll take care of everything for you i remember i worked with i I networked with the guy who did that he would go into local business he would go into local businesses and he would sell them payment processing. And the minute they wanted to do payment processing on the internet, there was all these things they had to make sure were in place so that they were on the up and up. There's all sorts of regulations. When it comes to like distributing and selling cheats, doesn't there's no law. Now, you could file civil suit and say, well, they're hurting our business and some of these companies are winning and, and they're getting these guys to shut down. That, that is that is the route that people are taking they're not citing a law they're citing they're citing civil like it's a civil suit it's like you're damaging our intellectual property so we're being on the front of the wave how long is it going to take I, I don't know It'd be great if in like five years the crap that people did to me last year you get you should be getting in trouble for that. You should get in trouble for that. That's a cybercrime. Public public accusations are a cybercrime. Go through the proper channels. 
you're going going out into the public is immediately damaging to people. Und- it's immediate undue harm, irreversible and undue harm. It should be illegal. It should be illegal. Selling cheats that ruin video games. That should be illegal. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like what why what not what on earth would would they if you were selling something that let you ruin the experience on Netflix for other people but then you had a great time well Netflix could be like you can't sell that what in the world right you could call it down in front buy the down in front app today to troll and mess with people while they're watching Netflix ha <laughs> ha down in front 29.99 a month you'll love ruining people's friday night Netflix would step in and be like, you can't sell that freaking product. Are you kidding me? You're disrupting the experience of our customers. It, sh- it would be, you'd be like, that's elite. You can't do that. You can't make a product that targets our product. You can't do that. Well, that's what cheat, that's what selling a cheat is doing. You're selling a piece of software that enables one user to disrupt and hurt the experience of another user. That, that should be illegal. You, you Why is that allowed? Right? Well, you gotta get people to write the legislation, and then you gotta get the legislation passed. And if you try to put, push it through our, our House, Senate, and Congress, all you're gonna get is it baked full of a bunch of other crap, and then it'll never get passed. Because the blue guys will put something in that the red guys don't like, and then the red guys will vote it down. Or flip it all the way around. The red guys will try to bake stuff in that the blue guys don't like, and then it'll never get off the ground. Like, it, 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 it should be, it should be a civil charge, not a criminal charge, right? And well, and that and that's totally fine. Like, I'm not saying you lock these people up for selling a freaking, you, you know, for selling a a, a cheat, right? D. D decriminalizing something you know if, if if some guy is selling you know you could say the same thing with like you know some guy's selling a dime bag on the corner take it from him and, and 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 give him a slap on the wrist you don't need to throw him in jail right or he's consuming it right decriminalize it this doesn't need to be criminalized like throw him in jail for selling cheats no shut him down and charge him a fine right that's what you should do When it's easier to regulate what every country can and cannot do than it is to regulate Twitter, you know there's a problem. <laughs> right. Lots of jurisdictions have something called long-arm statutes that say if you do any business here, you can be sued here, and the cheat makers do business everywhere, but enforcement's another issue. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the U.S., where we let 5,000 pages worth of laws be made law in 24 hours after written. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree. The sellers should go to jail. It's users that should get the slap and not the jail. Well, the users, you should just confiscate it. You shouldn't do anything to them. Because usually they're, they're in a terrible state, right? Just take it from them so that it can't be consumed or distributed. A seller should also have it, take, have it taken from them and then they should be charged a fine as you're treating them as a fraudulent form of business you, you see what I'm saying? there's no point in putting them into the system and putting them into the jail you take it from them and you charge them a fine 
This is an illegitimate form of fraudulent or illegal business. Bam, you slap them with a fine. You make it economically painful for them to continue. Right? There's no sense. You don't. Why? Some guy, some guy selling that stuff. Yes, you want him to stop. You want him off the street corner. You don't want it distributed, especially to younger children and younger people. Really, to anybody. But you, you get it off the street. There's no point in putting in the system. The system's bu- busting at the seams with nonviolent people. What the frick are we doing, right? That's all. That's a bigger discussion. But you get the point. You, you can stop the distribution of it without cuffing every guy that's, that's, that's selling little baggies of stuff. That just isn't, that just isn't, you'd probably be more effective by making it economically painful for them to do it. Because you throw them in, they get back out, now they can't get a job. And now because they can't get a job, they're going to try and sell some more. They're going to resort to crime because you've just, you've just basically put them on a path of second-class citizenship. So it's, it's, it's a snake eating its tail. It doesn't work. It's like, hey, stop doing that. You throw them in jail and they get back out. And they're like, well, now what am I supposed to do? I got a record. I got a rap sheet. I can't get hired at a, at a McDonald's. Well, they're going to go back to doing what they were doing or worse or worse. Make it make it not economically viable to do it, and they'll stop doing it. And then going and getting a job is possible, and maybe more viable. So they'll just sell more after their boss pays the fine. Well, you would start to target your players, start to work with them, and say, "Look, look, we can uh, we can make this fine go away." If you start working for us, get you, get some CI, get a CI unit going, right? You get a CI unit going. The fine is hanging over their head until you get actionable intel. Come on, reinvent the freaking wheel here! <laughs> no, just lock them up. <laughs> Let's just create a cyclical problem that isn't going away <laughs> and costing millions in tax dollars. <laughs> Come on. If you're creating, distributing, and profiting from financial harm or disruption, there should be legal penalty involved. Not jail. I don't believe in that at all. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yo, Mipsy with a question. Having played every version of Battlefield until BF1, I'm nervous about the launch. Ping and connect issues each time. Are you planning on playing? Will you play at launch or wait? Well, I'll play at launch because that's that's something of uh, that's something of interest. People are going to want to see like how is it? Sure, I I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that there, you know there there will be potential server issues and problems and lag and stuff. That's that's I I now ongoing ongoing I don't know. I mean that that that, that remains to be seen. You know, that remains to be seen if it's an ongoing problem. I mean. I, I can't be concerned about it because it hasn't happened yet. You know, if it happens, then obviously we'll hope that they try to rectify it. They have a vested interest in rectifying it. They're selling a seventy to one hundred and twenty dollar multiplayer game, so you can have criminal penalties that don't result in jail time, right? Or a tarnished record, right? It doesn't do any good. It doesn't do any good to mark someone permanently in society. I know that doesn't jive with you know the the cancel culture ninnies of twitter like they think marking somebody for the rest of their life is healthy because they're hateful frauds but 
yeah, I mean, you could have cr- criminal penalties for something that doesn't result in jail time, but it also shouldn't result in that person basically suddenly not being able to do, like, basic things. Like, getting a job. <laughs> or voting. <laughs> like, you're no- you're basically now a societal pariah. <laughs> it's like, hopefully you... Hopefully that helps you live a better life and you don't do something worse than you just did. (laughs) We've just given you like 18 different motivations to do worse stuff, but you know, hopefully you don't. (laughs) Dracus Pander. It sounds like Activision is attempting to become a master of one. What do you predict would happen if their all-in approach falls on its face? Well, currently it's not falling on its face. So they're making tons of money and extreme Warzone's format is extremely profitable. So the only way this this backfires or stops is if suddenly there's an inexplicable and mass exodus in Call of Duty Warzone, right? That I don't think is going to happen. Now there could be a slow degradation or a slow decline in in people playing. And beyond that, that then affects bottom line. That affects sales. So, I I don't think this is going to happen. Now, more than likely, though, this is one of the reasons they've got so many studios working on Call of Duty projects. If Warzone starts to decline, they'll have other things to siphon people over to and play. I'm going to... I'm tell you right now, one of those or two of those studios is working on something mobile. There's no way they're not. There's no way that they're not. The, the, the mobile, the, the mobile aspect is huge. Why do you think Valorant is lo- Valorant of all games is looking into a mobile version of itself? What the what? Huh? Why? Because it is an enormous market. Yeah, PUBG Mobile. So. There, there is going to be a, a concerted, you know, support and expansion of their Call of Duty mobile. Like they already have it, but they're going to do more with it, no doubt. They're going to try and they're going to try and break even more into that field. So I, 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 I can't see this backfiring because they're such a large, they're such an established franchise. That looks awesome, Mama. Thank you. Um that they're just going to continue to invest in it. They're going to continue to back it. Hey! What was that? No, just because my... I'm wearing shorts, and when I sit like this, like my thighs show, and apparently, apparently, Chad, I have nice thighs. I didn't know this, but apparently I do. So they get little... They get little snaps and... and no, don't post a picture in Discord. No. You're undercutting my potential OnlyFans. No. The it, the hidden pictures only fans. No, I don't think so. Thigh gang. <laughs> uh, crimes are crimes if they can result in jail time. Not saying they must result in jail time. Just clarifying language. You can be convicted of a crime and not go to jail for sure. Right, right, right. At least you're wearing pants today. I always wear pants. What do you mean? Only fans for Lono's thighs when? Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> uh, let's go to the next question Ratchet could they make story or PVE content with friends 
super accessible and then make main PvP content hard to access it. Like, for example, they've got to know everything about you, including birth certificate before you play PvP. Oh my gosh. And only block them from PvP if they cheat. Um, you, no. No. There are so many reasons this would never happen. First and foremost, it's incredibly intrusive. A birth certificate? What in the frick? I, I I need less to get my driver's license renewed. Secondly, that's a barrier to profit. They're not going to put anything in the way between them and your dollars. So they don't want to do that. So it's intrusive at one level and users would not enjoy it and reject it and be like, what the heck? Secondly, it's going to get in between them and profit. So it would never get off the ground. Now, there are people that are for and against the idea of like you having an online personal identification number. They're like against it. I don't know why you would be against a way to identify the scum of the earth who harass people online and make death threats. People are really against it. Gee, I wonder why. What are you doing on the internet if you're super against somebody being able to step in and say, hey, their username is Dragonsnout285, but it's Larry Smith from Minnesota he needs to be talked to about what the crap he's doing online right there's something to be said for harassment and death threat enforcement and these websites taking responsibility for the fact that they let people create 18 different accounts and break like 18 different rules of the TOS as well as probably laws about about harassment and death threats okay so there's an argument to be made there about online security safety and enforcement against these pieces of human garbage that's not the same as a video game saying if you want to buy our product we need to see your social security card or your birth certificate oh they're not going to do that no way because that's going to stand in between them and your money and that's really intrusive now, it's one thing to go through a process where you get an identification number and that identification number is purely used for when you make an account on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook. Anywhere that you can engage socially with the public and have communication, the public square, if you will, the, the, the globalization, the digitization of the public square is both amazing and frightening at the same time. If I go to the mall and yell at someone and follow them around the mall and say that I'm going to do terrible things to them, I would get arrested. And rightfully so. Right? But you can do that on Twitter. Block them. Ban them. And then they come back and make another one. Like if I ran around the mall with like, you know a Star Trek mask on yelling at people and harassing them and they kicked me out of the mall and I came back in with like a gorilla mask on and did it again people be like just make him take off the mask and don't let him back in that's what an identification number would help with right the idea of consistently enforcing TOS on these sites where people habitually break the rules there's a big difference between that and saying, well, if you want to buy our product, we need to see your birth certificate. Now, if you had these ID numbers, then these companies could say, listen, 
if you're going to have an account on our Microsoft platform or our PlayStation platform, we need your online identification number because we need to be able to enforce the rules here, right? And it needs to be difficult to get one because there need to be consequences. You get a driver's license. Why? That gives you the right to operate a motor vehicle on the road and because that can put other people in danger and in harm's way, you can have that license taken away because you didn't drive the car properly or you broke the rules too many times. The internet doesn't have that. We were I mean we were just talking about how we're on that front of that wave. We're going into a completely new era where real people real real people go out into the internet and just do whatever they want and break the rules and there's no way to enforce anything right I don't think I've ever disagreed with Lono more than I do at this moment that said I understand why he has the position he does with great power comes great responsibility you can't just go drive an 18 wheeler because you feel like it you have to go through the proper processes interacting socially on the internet there should be a process in order to do that why do we just think it's okay for every 13 year old in the world to make an account and just start going onto the internet or some hateful horrible awful 35 year old they can just get on the internet and do whatever the frick they want and the worst thing that can happen to them is they get temporarily banned from the platform that they're doing it on. Now, obviously, when people go beyond that and they post, you know, videos of people being harmed or things like that and all that nasty stuff and also, like, legitimate threats of violence, then, yeah, you take those people and you never let them come back. Like... Where did this idea come that like, well, yeah, you can just let people go out and do all that stuff. Why? Why do you, what, why is anonymity assumed as a, as like a right on the internet? Why? Right now it's important with respect to like not being able to be like, I don't like that guy over there. I, I, now I know his full name and home address. No, that's not what I'm talking about. You're advocating is saying we each have a giant picture of our license plastered on our car doors. No, it would be in the background. If you want to make an account on Twitter, you would provide them with that number. Nobody can see that number. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows your real name or your location. Twitter wouldn't even know that. All they would know is this string of numbers. That's all that they would know. They wouldn't know your name, your state, your birthplace, none of that. You went through a process to get this number. That number allows you to make an account here. Why? Because when they ban you, they're banning that number. And getting back on is not as easy as just like, here's email address number 18. Right? And now, and now I can go back to being a horrible, hateful, awful, harassing scum and scourge. I don't trust them to sell or abuse the information I give them. Maybe if the government's handled it. Yeah, because they're so much better with our information. It feels like a very bad, slippery slope. Because where we are now is so great, right? Completely unregulated, no consequences for your actions, anonymity empowering some of the worst, awful behavior we're ever seeing. How do you feel about advertisers building very detailed private uh, profiles and tracking us across websites? I mean, they already do. We sold that down. We sold that that away a long time ago. When we, when we made all these, you know what I mean? 
User ID GA1784023. What an a-hole. He's got a poor rating on every site he's ever been on. The recent case is why an- anonymity is important. It also clearly shows that anonymous ID numbers stuff is absolute nonsense. The inevitable weaponization of... Right. Right. They already have all your information. Why would I care if I give the government my ID? They issued it. Well, what I was saying is you're acting like they don't use it, sell it, and weaponize it. Is what I was saying. It's a very difficult subject. You have to decide which is the world you want to live in, right? There's arguments to be made for both sides. There's arguments to be made for both sides. The idea that someone can go into social environments on the internet and nobody knows who they are and they can behave in the most reprehensible ways and the worst consequence they face is they lose their account and then they can make another one and do it all over again. Like, that's that's the world we live in right now. I'm not saying that my idea wouldn't lead to all sorts of other problems, because it certainly could. But if you were given some sort of anonymous ID number, and that's it, that's your number. If you jack that up, you're not getting another one. If you go onto some site and you break 18 different rules and harass 25 different people and they ban you from that site, that's it. You ain't ever coming back. Now, obviously, then there would be a there would be a black market for getting new IDs. People would sell their IDs. People would people would find out how to get them and sell them and make them and distribute them and blah 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 blah. Like no matter what you do, it would descend into potentially more chaos, more problems. I'm not saying that when I sign up and go to Twitter, here's my name, my birthplace, my social, my home address. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about giving that information to Twitter. I'm saying, have a way to say, listen, you have a user ID number and you're on the internet acting like an idiot. You're literally doing things that would bring about legal repercussions if you went into a public area in your city and did this. Get the frick out of here. If you don't do that, then you're basically allowing people to do all those things with zero repercussions. Who tracks the bad acts and decides on the punishments? Well, essentially what you would do is if there would be there would be levels of offense, wouldn't there? If you're just if you're just being if you're just kind of harassing somebody, they would just restrict your account for a while. You do it again, well now now you're permanently banned. If you cross over into criminal threats of violence or criminal threats against other, you know, public persons or whatever, then they would hand that over to the government and then the government would be like where okay where's this person live okay we'll go pay him a visit and then the police would show up and be like this is you you just said that you were going to do these 18 awful things to this person yeah yeah come with us that turns private spaces into public and I don't like that right I'm not saying it's perfect what I'm saying is is the alternative either either reality both come with good and bad right now the fact that you are completely anonymous on the internet that comes with good right that comes with there's good things that come from that but there's also really bad things that come from that 
This is real China territory. You guys keep saying that, but you do understand that right now, when I went and took my driver's license picture, do you know what they made me do? They made me take off my glasses and I was not allowed to smile. Do you want to know why? Because of facial recognition. They want to know and have my face on record. Why? Because if I do something and they're trying to find me, they have it. They, they'll have an easier time finding me. So if you go out in the public space right now and you just go punch somebody or you threaten a cashier with physical violence because they took too long to give you your change back, there's consequences for that. They will find you. Why? Because you're going out. You can say, well, this is a private space. Yeah, so is a shopping mall, Eugene. Am I allowed to go into the private space of a shopping mall and just act like a douchebag? And be like, I'm going to threaten people with violence if they make me mad. I'm going to yell at people that I don't like and ruin their day and follow them around and berate them and harass them. This is a private space, by the way. This isn't public property. It's owned by uh, the local mall right around the corner. It's owned by General Growth Properties. This isn't this isn't the public space. This isn't a public park. This is a private company owned, owned space. Am I allowed to do that then? Free of repercussions? No! They're going to be like, get this guy out of here! He should be arrested! There should be charges pressed! Just because... Just because that Twitter or Facebook is a private space, it's like, well, then what guarantee is there that these people aren't allowed to do things that are totally terrible and awful and there's zero repercussions other than a temporary ban or a ban where they make another account? To opt out, you had to provide all this stuff and then let your phone do a 3D scan of your face? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mall kicks you out. But they wouldn't just kick you out, Eugene. There would be legal repercussions. There would be a police report. You would potentially get arrested. You would potentially have charges pressed. Just because you're in a private space doesn't mean you've got a blank check on your behavior. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna harass and threaten people today in the mall. It's a private space. I'll just do it until they kick me out. What? No, they'd call the cops. There'd be legal ramifications. Your name, your identity would be on record. Then they'd have a record of it. Advocating for laws to change, not the infiltration of government into private spaces. But how do you enforce those laws? How do you enforce laws on Twitter if they have no idea who the frick you are? So let's say there's new legislation that comes down about behavior on on, uh, social media websites like Twitter and Facebook. How do you enforce it? How do you enforce it? Johnny2219 at Hotmail made, made, made an account, and then Johnny2218 made an account. He's got like 18 different accounts to be a douchebag with. How do you enforce any rules or laws on that guy? You don't even know how old he is. Could be a 10-year-old that just knows bad words. Because you're not in threat of physical violence. If someone harassed you on the internet, block them and then ignore them. In an extreme measure, you should leave the platform. So I should leave the platform if someone's relentlessly harassing me? It's on me to leave the platform? It's on me to block them every time they make a new account? What, what is happening? It's, it's, it's on me? 
So if I'm in the mall, it's on me to not go back to that mall because the mall's like, yeah, we just, you know, they, they just keep coming back in and running around yelling at people and ruining their day, right? What I'm saying is both realities have their pitfalls. I'm not necessarily saying one's better than the other, but I don't like a world where there's zero consequences for actions. I don't like that. Well, just block them or leave. What are you talking about? This guy shouldn't be able to make another account for the rest of his life. That's what you would do if somebody was misusing their driver's license or their, if they're, you know, maybe they have a license to distribute some product and they're breaking all the rules. We take the license away. I don't know. I'm not advocating for like Big Brother, but they, they already, they already have all your information. This would just empower a platform to say, you can't come back ever. You can't hardware ban or, or IP ban. They'll just get, they'll just spoof or VPN. No one's forcing you on the site. What do you mean no one's forcing you on the site, Butters? No one's forcing me to be at the mall, but I have a reasonable expectation that people can't walk around and harass me or threaten me with physical violence and there be zero repercussions. Well, don't go back to the mall? Are you advocating for little brother? No. Listen, the government already knows who you are and where you live. They already know that, okay? If they gave you an identification number that you would use when you made an account for Twitter. Twitter doesn't know who you are. Twitter doesn't know where you live. But that ID number, it's not an IP or hardware that you can spoof. So when they ban you, you're banned. You're actually banned. The government already knows where you are right now. If you made a credible threat against, you know, someone in the government, they'd be at, they you would get you would they'd be on your doorstep. They'd come and talk to you. You, you, they would they would find you but they can't police every single time like you get you know somebody harasses a streamer or a content creator or a public celebrity or something can't compare the real world to the internet it's a whole new beast they'd need warrants no they wouldn't not to come knock on your door with a credible threat they'd get those warrants in about 60 seconds Credible threats are taken serious. They have to look into it. Twitter does, in fact, know where you are, your ISP, and what device that you tweeted on, and so on. Well, not if you're using a VPN. That's the funny thing is people think they're anonymous. That's the entire point that I'm making. You're not anonymous with respect to the government, and that's where the, the ID number would come from. You wouldn't be handing over personal information to Twitter and Facebook, even though they probably have it anyway. How do you have an ID number that doesn't ID you to the platform? That's the whole point. Because if I gave... Right now, Gilly, if I gave you a number that identified you to me, if I had my... Let's say I built a database, and I was like, all right, Gilly, here's your number. And you went to Twitter, and you said, all right, here's my identification number. They don't know who you are. I do, but they don't. I'm the one that gave it to you. Right? Let's say your name was George, you know, George Anderson. I was like, all right, George Anderson, I know where you live. 
and I know I, I know your name. Here's your ID number, okay? And then, if that platform bans you, you're just a number. You're still completely anonymous. No one knows who you are. If someone hacks into your account, if someone hacks into their database, they don't know who you are. You're just a string of numbers on the internet. No different than your username right now. Just a string of characters. Nothing. Doesn't mean anything. But it's a lot harder for you to come back. Why? Because you only got one. If I get my license taken away for running 25 red lights and getting 18 DUIs, I can't just go get another one. Why? Because I get one. <laughs> right? I lose that privilege because I misuse the privilege. Advertisers would figure out uh, after a while anyway. What do you mean they would figure out a way after a while? They already know. They know everything about you. They know your political leaning. They know they know who you'd vote for, who you wouldn't vote for. They know what movie you're going to like or not like. They know what product you're going to buy or not or, or not buy. There's research that indicates they can predict your political leanings with like an 89% accuracy just based on your behavior online. They already know. They don't need to know your place of birth and your social security number. All the advertisers need to know is your digital footprint. And then they can market to you with perfect accuracy. Your actual identification number? The advertisers would need to hack into like a, an actual government database. You think they're going to do that? You think marketing firms are going to try to hack into a government database? They don't need to is my point. They don't need to. They know everything about you. Why would they waste time trying to do something nefarious? They don't need to do it. They don't need to do any of it. They already know everything about you. They know what shoes you like. They know what food you eat on Friday night. Well, you you, you think they don't already have all that? <laughs> They're going to waste time trying to hack into a government database? Like, right now, getting your social security number and birth and, and place of birth and your birth date. They don't need any of that. Why would they bother trying to hack into that database? They already know everything about you. It's opening up an entire new level of possibly with ID system like that. We already have that. It's called social security number. You only get one. That's what I'm saying. That... Here's the problem with that, Gilly. That number is attached to too many other systems. Credit cards, line of credit, you know, financial. That's why you can't use that number. Because if that number gets compromised in, 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 in like, if I'm providing that number to a website, there's all these legislations that they have to, like, uh, uh, abide by. Because it's attached to too many financial things. It's also attached to, like, identity theft. This would be specifically for online interactions. It'll never happen, by the way. It'll never happen. You'd never, you'll never get it off the ground. You'll never get it off the ground. The government's too inefficient to even do it properly. It'd be a disaster. We're talking about Nike shoes over the phone and advertisements started showing up on my uh, Chrome or Nike. My wife and I have had conversations about stuff and then we see the ads on our phones. Yep, yep, yep. You need an FCC license to broadcast on a ham radio? Right, yeah. Are you looking at something like the site that Amazon stopped hosting or what happened to the political figure that got banned on Twitter? I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not getting involved in that. You don't have a right to their platform. You don't. You don't have a right to their platform. If I want to become a member at a local gym, I don't have a right to that. 
Now, what are they going to do when I sign up? They're going to make me show my ID. They're going to make me fill out a form. Why? Because if I go in and act like an idiot and they kick me out, I can't come back. That's how they keep me out, right? That business is free and clear to be like, yeah, we saw your bumper sticker. You're not welcome here, right? If that's how they want to run their business, you can't really stop them. That's a stupid way to run your business. The market should rectify that, shouldn't it? Like, that, the market should rectify that. that. That would hit the local news. That would be like, nope, get them out of here. Twitter's entirely different because Twitter isn't in the business of charging you for a membership. So when they do that and they upset people and they stop using the platform, it doesn't really hurt them. Twitter's sort of folding in on itself anyway. Like, their new user acquisition's down and people are leaving the platform, largely because of some of that stuff. They people feeling like they shouldn't have banned this person or that person, right? So, if 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 you go and make the, the, the all I'm driving at is a way to actually enforce accountability for actions in the in the digital public space. That's all I'm advocating for. the The idea that people can mercilessly harass and there's zero consequences other than like oh they have to make another account boo hoo if their mere existence is to troll grief harass and threaten people and mess with them day in and day out they don't care if they have to make a new account you don't see the same identity theft possibility with that that people could steal it and use it as a hostage method to get your money we'll post death threats with your ID number until you send me some bitcoin oh sure that's likely probably why it would never be a thing. It, it would be, it's too easy for it to be compromised. These websites get compromised all the time. You know what I'm saying? They get compromised all the time. So, the government database, you wouldn't be able to get in there. That'd be too difficult, more than likely. Like, it's, that's, that's, that's a, that's a safe, almost nobody's cracking. But people crack into these websites all the time. So, the swatter who caused the man's death over uh, Tennessee Twitter handles going to prison? Good. Lock him up. Make an example of him. That's exactly what should happen. If you get banned off the net, that's kind of massive. Internet is 100% needed today. I didn't say banned off the internet. I said banned from their site. Like, if you lose your driver's license because you were, you deservedly had it taken from you well there's other ways to get around town get a bike or use public transportation you broke the rules these are the consequences you lose your twitter account you lose your facebook account you can't have a you can't have a, a an account on youtube because you got caught breaking the rules too many times boo the frick who you know you got you got bopped you were breaking the rules It should only be available to authorities in the event of a crime. Right, that's what I mean. That's probably why it would never happen, Raging Snake, because it would require the government to get involved, and they're not going to. And if they did, they would mess the whole thing up. They'd make things... They probably would make things worse. <laughs> the legislation would never pass. You know, it'd be too... It'd be too baked... It'd be too baked with lobbyist incentives and motivations. You know? Um... Uh, <clears throat> uh,
Hey, nice picture, heartless one of oh, the coffee. Hang on. Uh, looking, hang on, looking good. Rageless roast on a Zelda pillow. There we go. They already banned people off the sites. Look at you. Even knowing you didn't do anything, you still got banned. Well, and see, but that... Okay, so there's two conversations that we're having. A website has every right to be like, yeah, you're not allowed here anymore. You're not allowed here anymore, okay? We just don't like you. We don't like you. My situation is different. I was a partnered person under a contract. So they're guilty of breach of contract. They broke contract under false pretense, falsely accused me, provided no evidence, failed to adhere to their own TOS, and are guilty of breach of contract. And we will continue to press that. I privately asked them again to talk to me, to consider reversing it, to send me evidence, and they've refused. It's been well over a year. They are well outside of a reasonable amount of time to adhere to their TOS and provide me with evidence. So next steps will be taken. So you, th- th- there's a big difference between being like, get off of, uh, get off of this platform. Well, if you're under a contract and they break the contract, they have to do it in the appropriate way. Now, if you're on Twitter and they just take your account away just because they did it to upper echelon, just banned him. Poof, gone over one tweet. Permanently banned from Twitter. There's nothing you can do about that. You're not in any kind of a contract or agreement with them. You're just gone. Right? So that you know, if you're if you're gonna get banned from a platform like that, you don't you don't have any means of repercussion. You don't have any means of repercussion because it's their platform. It's an, it's a, it's one hundred percent different though when you're in a contract with the platform. Like if I was under contract with you know uh, YouTube or Facebook or wherever I had a contract and was making money and doing different things, and they b- delete my account and suspend the contract. They have to do that in the appropriate way or it's breach of contract. You can't just breach contract because you feel like it. Even if you've got things baked in that lets you do what you want, you still can- you still have to do it in the appropriate way. And they didn't, and they have failed to do it. So. What if he always probably deserved? No, with Upper Echelon, he, th- he retweeted a quote from Game of Thrones... And, and said, hey, this person got banned for saying this. This is just from Game of Thrones and he also got banned. Like, there was some saying about men and dying or something. And he 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 restated it and was like, this is from Game of Thrones and he got hit. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We got into some, we got into some deep waters. Holy frick. We need to get ready for EA Play. We need to get ready for EA Play. So this is what I'm gonna do. We, we don't like to have super long streams and also sometimes these, these co-streams result in uh, the videos getting demonetized and it's better to have them separately. We are going to head over to the next stream. It's supposed to start in like three minutes, okay? So I'm going to put a link in chat and live redirect should work. Let me double check on live redirect before we did this. I have messed that up before. I'm going to make sure live redirect is set. It should 
take you with me. Now, if it pops up and says, hey, do you want to go to this next video? Do you want to go with the live redirect? Say yes, right? We'll do we'll do the rest of the questions when we're in the new stream, Sven, to pass the time. Because the EA Play stream is not starting for like another 30 minutes. So I'll get to your questions, all right? I'll get to your questions, all right? All right, click the link in chat. Click the link in chat. Come over and hang out. We'll probably do another poll over there as well. So thank you everybody who has taken the poll. I appreciate you very, very much. And I will see you over in the next stream for EA Play. Don't go anywhere. Click yes to come with us or click the link that is in chat.